Provocative and entertaining discussions. Come on. To the Talk My Credo podcast. say bike like like b-y-k-e was, was that like a that was like a down south thing i don't know anyway we are back <laughs> we are back kick it off season two episode 101 is talk my credo podcast i'm your boy dante here with my fam in the <clears> building <throat> kt is here baby k with the ak is here nasu naru aka the new monica is head of the table he is here he's the one Throwing ones in the air. Yo, what's up, everybody? I missed y'all. I can't even lie. How's everybody doing? What's going on? Amen. I get my mute right. I'm okay. I'm how, how everybody else doing? I'm doing good. You know, I'm just getting hydrated and trying to lose some weight. Okay. <laughs> 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 hydrated, trying to lose some weight. Actually, that's my plan as well. So I've I've been I've been on that tip probably the last month or so. And slowly but surely, I'm getting there because I'm not really consistent with it, but I'm doing it. I'm doing it. Uh, KT, what's going on? It's been like two months. Yeah, it's been like two months. That was we we, yeah. we took a hell of a break. What's been going on, man? Just living. Just living. Just living. Trying just, to just still take a second to just. Uh, what's going on? I, I do this this crazy build up. KT, what's going on, girl? How you doing? Okay. <laughs> like just, you know, just, I'm the laid back one. That's, that's, that's my role. Down. That's my okay. role. All right, all right. So, head of the table. I I, I promise, man. I've I've been loving. He's been working. I'm I'm just I'm, I'm just I'm always inspired. Like, man, this man is working. Nas, nah, what's going on, man? How you been? I'm doing well. What's going on? What's up? What's up with you? What is up with you, my man? Man, I've been I've been trying to to grow and improve in this podcasting space. I, I told y'all I was taking some classes and stuff, and um, I was Hold finally on, you, ready. You yeah, I was taking these little social media YouTube classes and stuff, trying to learn the YouTube game, the ins and outs and stuff, oh. because I was like, all right, I'm tired of putting out some what I truly believe is some dope content but i'm looking around and i'm seeing some people with trash content and a lot of getting tens and thousands and hundreds of thousands of views and i'm like nah and what they're doing is not anything different from what i'm doing and they can barely string two sentences together so i let me figure out the game i go and figure out the game and Mm -hmm. then i was given some uh some hard truths where as i tried to put some content out uh, basically, my entire channel has been flagged for shocking content, so I've been like <laughs> shadow banned. <laughs> but that, but that's interesting. So, so this, content is known as as shocking. Your content is known as shocking. But what about 
no disrespect when I say this, but the other YouTube creators that are doing ignorant, cringe, non-articulate, doesn't make sense type of shade room style material. Exactly. Which, by the way, I'm not, I'm not knocking it. I mean, I'm just saying that is what's running havoc. That's wreaking havoc right now. That's getting all types of viewage, view, viewership. That's that's the exact reaction I had. It's like, how are you deeming my content shocking when right. ignorance is literally prevailing on all all social media platforms? YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, like the ignorant dumb stuff. Right. Uh, that's another thing. I'm trying to tone down. I'm trying to PG my dialect because that's another thing that they flagged. They say I do too much cursing on the platform. And okay. uh, so it's, it's different things like that. So I'm like, all right, so I'm, I'm going to try to play the game and then we're going to see exactly what the issue is because I, yeah, it made me feel some type of way, but we're going to see, we back with season two and we're going to, um, I'm, I'm going to make some people. That's, that's the motivation now. Like, all right, before it's Dante, like, I put some things out. Uh -huh. Dante, I want to ask you something about this. If, I, if I may, um, before we start this great show here, episode 101 of the Talk by Credo podcast, hosted by me, Nassau Nuru. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm just telling you. <laughs> yeah. No, no. All, all jokes aside, though, was there anything in that social media class that you can take away from? And I'm not talking about uh, your quote-unquote shocking content. We already know what you bring to the table, bro. That ain't, yeah. That's not a conversation. That's a plus. That's not a minus. We're just talking about as far as they're, they're key to getting more views. I would just love to hear what that these uh, these so-called gurus had to say about that. This is the, because, well, the short answer, honestly, no. There was nothing that was like, oh, my God, why didn't I think of that? The right. main thing is, um, in the video game space for you video gamers, is pay to win, basically. If, if you can put the dollar behind it, then mm -hmm. it can go where it mm -hmm. needs to go. And that's mm -hmm. the name of the game today in 2023. You pay to win. You can put some money you know behind it now. Now, of course, you can there's still yeah, some yeah. organic things may still happen organically, but for the most mm -hmm. part, mm -hmm. you got to put some dollars behind it. And um, this is where, I'm sorry, I just want to say this. Yeah. I, I probably shouldn't even say this. I probably should just shut up and keep it to myself. But see, this is where as content creators, whatever you want to call yourself, personalities, podcasters, con content creators, you better start keeping your circle so tight. Yes. Because I have people around me that would question me if I would invest in anything that has to do with social media. But at the same time, they are not people that are sharing these posts. They are not making sure that I have 20 new people on this meta i don't have 40 new people on this meta that they call social media i still have to go outside i have to bust my ass just to meet 20 40 60 new people and it's so funny that you say that because i've met about five different content creators in the last four months and they all have done the same thing where it's this this weird pay to play thing i guess we don't know who's the one we should be paying the right way but hey man it's kind of like records now and I'm willing to do what uh, Adrian Brody did for uh, my man Muddy Waters. Exactly, exactly. And that is, it's a, it's a system because you know me, I am, I'm too much of a rebel to just be like, okay, I'm going to go that far and I'm going to start giving you whoever you is 
my money in hopes that I get new views. Because what I've also done is, again, I've been watching you, been sharing your posts and things like that. And I'm like, yo, this man is working. Like, this, just watching how the shorts are done. Um, the head of the table thing has me rolling every time I see it. Because the way you put the clips together is absolutely hilarious. And I was like, I, I don't even, I haven't heard of this show or this podcast, but I know the moment Nas steps on it, it becomes his show. Because I'm not even focused on anything else that's happening with this podcast. And he's the guest, but this is not his show. And I'm taking to that. I've gone outside. And now right. I'm talking to people face to face. Hey, you need to just come check this out. And just with that, now we haven't done anything. Actually, the date of this recording is uh, February 27th. It's yeah. almost the end of Black History Month. Episode 100 came out December 27th. It's two months ago. And in two months, I've already done up the stream count, 1,500 streams. Just listens, just by talking to people. Hey, just come check this out. Just take a listen right. to it. Let me know what you think. And then people, you know, give me their feedback, whether I use it or not. That's on me, but still, it's like, I'm just going to go outside. I'm going to go outside. And the pay, okay, pay this, pay that, do this, do that. I'm not going that far because, again, you know, most of y'all, it's, it's, it, don't, it don't seem legit enough for me to where I need to spend half my paycheck just to get it in front of people who aren't even interested in my type of product anyway. So... Mm -hmm. Nah, it's cool. I'm, I'm going to get outside and I'm going to talk to people and I'm going to build this up the 90s way. CDs in the trunk of the car, what you want. That that type of thing. So, um, I mean, that's just been some big news. Outside of myself, there's been some big news. Uh, I've asked her if I can give this news and she said it's cool. I just want to give a big congratulations to Baby K with the AK because she got that ring. Someone to put a ring on it. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> so, the, the applause. Yes. <laughs> the applause is in, is, is in order, man. So, congratulations, Baby K with the AK. Um, and yeah, but now I've been seeing you too on social media. She's been around the world with Nah Yah Yah and all that stuff. And <laughs> <laughs> been around the world and I, yeah, yeah. And then all of a sudden, then got the ring on. They had the drone following them around and stuff. I'm like, oh, she's fancy, fancy. Oh, she's fancy, fancy. Okay, all right, we got it. But no, in, in, in all seriousness, congratulations, girl. So happy for you. And yeah, so you have to let us know when the party is. All right, thanks. Okay, thank you. I'll definitely do that. You know, y'all my family. Mm -hmm. <laughs> Absolutely. And if not, we're just going to find out where it is and crash it anyway. Because, yeah, we niggas. Um, <laughs> and there's my YouTube monetization right there. I just right. messed it up. <laughs> you did. You, you just, definitely you just, did. You just edit it out. Edit it out. Edit it out. All good. All good. Uh, no, I'm, I'm just going to bleep that one out. There yeah, we go. Exactly. There we go. Yeah. See, shocking content. Yeah, that's funny. <laughs> that is funny. <laughs> Dang, I'm the main one talking about, all right, we're going to try to PG this down, and here I go. Uh, well, well, of course, that's just what it is. That's just what it is. All right, so listen. All right, so we're almost out of Black History Month, so I just want to make this a Black History Month-themed podcast as we kick off Season 2. And it just seemed like so much has happened this month. And I just want to talk about some things and laugh 
and, and do the things that we normally do. Um, the one thing that I thought was absolutely hilarious, I'm not sure if you guys followed it, was the the many unidentified flying objects that was uh, spotted around the United States continent that they had to shoot down. It was like four, I mean like six balloons that they thought came from China, from all over the place, from Montana to Utah to Alaska to South Carolina. Like these, these balloons were flying all over the place and it took them all like 72 hours as they flew literally across the country to, to shoot these things down. And I was just wondering, like, like Nas, are we about to be under attack right now or something? Like, is, is this... Uh, are we about to like witness an alien invasion or something with these unidentified flying objects? I don't know. <laughs> um, listen, listen. First of all, the guy who, the guy you need to talk to is over here asking me to give you an extra two dollars and thirty cent and give it to Ukraine right now. So, <laughs> listen, the guy I want to talk to. Is I mean, look, he he handling I guess uh free world business right now in a in a whole nother way. So I don't know. I just know that I heard that one of the four balloons was the size of a Volkswagen Jetta. So <laughs> somebody somebody must really want some Beyonce tickets. Want to know how to get those Beyonce tickets when you in the U.S. Something like something's going on. Like do you you need satellites and a and a regular balloon that's the size of a Volkswagen Jetta just to figure out how to get some streaming apps going on over here in America? I really want Netflix, no, the US version, not the English version, the US version. I really need that. Yeah, I don't know yeah. what's going on with and they, wrong one they say I don't I don't want to need a VPN. I don't need to change my network. I just need to know how to get it directly. I need to go straight to the plug. I'm a, I'm I'm uh, Frank Lucas. I'm gonna skip the plug. I'm going straight to the Colombians. I'm going straight there. Uh, but it it was wild because for me, and th this is like a guilty pleasure of mine. I like to hang out in white conservative spaces on some social media because <laughs> oh, on social media. Hey, send me yeah. a link next time. I can be there with you. Man. Don't act I, like that. I, 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 honestly, I will because th there's a few profiles that I that I follow, especially on Instagram, and they keep me rolling because. And and they're they're conservatives. I'm just going to go ahead and call it for what it is. Uh, but the way they galvanize white conservatives to to whatever emotion that they want to revolt from them, it's like literally the Pied Piper type stuff. And I, I I laugh. And then I decide that I want to troll a little bit, so I get and I give my opinion. And I have like literally four, five, six, seven people. I lie to you not like coming at me for two, three days straight. Some of them literally create burner accounts and then they hit me with all the racist slander and stuff like that. Uh, it's, it's wild, but it's so much fun. It's so much fun. Uh, so, uh, but I get in those spaces and they're, they, they just knew that we were under attack. China was making their move and the, the woke left has destroyed this country to where we cannot defend ourselves. That was their narrative there, that the woke liberals have softened us so much that China is about to attack and we are not ready. This country is doomed. We're going to become the United States of China. And that's what they really believe. And it was hilarious for me. Hilarious for me. So I need to be a Republican, yeah. yo. I need to be a Republican. I want to say something silly like, yo, 
my wife cheated on me because the woke left figured out what's going on. Like this is how they be talking, yo. Yes. In a, in a time like in a time like this, where if you're gonna say China, uh, we're under attack from uh, via China. I'm just going by what people saying. I'm not saying it's true. It's not. Uh-huh. True. I'm just saying if it's true. Why don't these conservatives, right, black or white, want to take up their matters with China, and not other people that's domestically living next door with you? I don't care about their political affiliation at this moment in time. We're worrying about a whole other country saying that uh, we may get our, uh, you know, our privileges taken away from us because China don't want to give us no more. I don't know. Jordans. I love a Jordan. All right. Yeah. Don't take away my Jordans. All right. The iPhone. <laughs> hey, man, I just y'all know I just bought one of these. All right. And I got, you know, say I'm I'm uh-huh. I'm tracking right now. I got two phones. Don't don't take away my iPhone. All right. Kevin Gates. All the hard Kevin Gates. All the hard work that those six-year-old kids in Beijing did for this iPhone. <laughs> don't take that away from me. Don't the, do it. Don't, don't do it. it. All the LeBrons. Don't, don't take away from the LeBrons. According well, to... You take the LeBrons away. You know he's tied up in China anyway. <laughs> well, according to Ennis Cantor, you know, he takes a shot at LeBron every chance he gets. He makes his relevancy off of bashing LeBron. Um, but yeah. LeBron's got his money. His money in escrow next to uh, Stefan Marbury's account. Yep, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely. But one thing you 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 mentioned something about um, Joe Biden and his support for Ukraine, and honestly, it brings me back to a take that KT had in episode one hundred. Now it's a bit different, uh, and then we're talking about BG, who's home now. <laughs> Not that not the BG we know, but uh, Brittany Griner is home. KT mentioned that um, in that in that series of events that the U.S. kind of maybe have, you know, effed ourselves in the support of Ukraine. And she may have been a prophetess in that sense, because, you know, now he's like, hey, we are going to pay for the support of Ukraine and we're going to use taxpayer dollars to do so. So let's band together. Now they've already have given out billions and billions of dollars for their support, for their military support, guns, ammunitions. And now Joe Biden sat down because you know, he can't stand anymore for more than three minutes. He sat down in front of the camera and told the American public that, Hey, Ukraine needs our help. So we're going to make you pay for it. And let's do this. Go Ukraine. So, KT, um, when is the next sermon? Is When is the next series coming out? Because you need to act on this quickly. This is a monetization I've been working age. on it. I've been working on it. Um, I've been doing a lot of praying, and uh, uh-huh. you know, the Lord's been speaking to me. Okay. And uh, the next prophecy is coming. Oh, oh, the next prophecy is coming. So mm-hmm. what you need to do, um, and, and I'm going to help you because I took a class on this, so I'm an expert now. So what mm-hmm. we need to do <laughs> is say the next prophecy is coming. And if you want that next prophecy, you need to subscribe to my Patreon or something like that. So something <laughs> along that line, you know? Subscribe to my Patreon if you want to get this next prophecy on the fate of the United States of America. And I promise you, white conservatives will eat it up. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. They'll eat it up. Trust me, they will. All you got to do, you say it, God, you say it, prayer, uh, and the state of our country. You say that, their ears perk up, 
oh my God, what's happening to my country? What's happening to my country? That's it. So um, all this has happened. I'm like, come on now, this can't happen during Black History Month. We're supposed to be celebrating a great time uh, in celebrating Blacks and their contribution to the American society. But all this crazy stuff is happening during the month of February. And it's like, all right, Joe Biden told us that he's going to take your money. I'm going to reach in your pockets. We're going to support Ukraine, whether you like it or not. Deal with it. I'm the president. Uh, we got unidentified flying objects, which turns out to be uh, Volkswagen Jetta-sized balloons from China that's coming to take over the world, uh, or at least the United States of America. Um, and also we have things like the Church of England came out and said, you know what? I don't think God is a he anymore. I think God is gender fluid. So we're going to change God's pronouns to uh, they and them. And I'm going to take this back to the prophetess, prophetess KT. Um, did the Lord oh, speak God. to you and say, hey, hey, don't give me a masculine pronoun anymore. I'm not a he. I am a they, them. <laughs> and you will respect it as such. Thus saith the Lord. Is that what you heard in your prophecy? Is that how that works? Um, to hear my answer, you have to subscribe to my page. <laughs> there we go. There we go. <laughs> you so, ain't trapping me with that. I'm not doing it. Not so doing all I'm it. Saying, all I'm saying is, 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 Keisha, just how do we pray? I mean, but how do we take this? Like, is this is this the new way? Like, is, is this something that's acceptable? Like, gen God is gender fluid? Well, you about, you're trying to get me canceled. <laughs> I'm not trying to get anyone canceled. Um, well, actually, maybe. Maybe just a little bit. I can't do it myself directly. So, you know. <laughs> Either way, it's still going up on my stuff, and it's still going to end up being shocking content. So, you know. <laughs> I, I I'm still going to lose either way it goes. You know. But I, I just found it as hilarious. Our father slash mother, who art in heaven, they no, are we, in we, heaven. We can't even say our father, thou mother. We can say, you know, are them, are they, who are in heaven? Hallowed be their name. <laughs> their kingdom come. Their will be done. Oh no, that is in heaven. <laughs> Somebody, somebody going to run in church, they're going to be like, all, I'm not about to memorize them downstairs. So I already Move memorized on one prayer, and that's all I'm going to have. <laughs> that's that's yeah. hilarious. That is I'll hilarious. Do. Them downstairs. Yeah. <laughs> I ain't going to lie, yo. I ain't going to lie. It, it, I, I definitely had two thoughts about this. Uh -huh. I'll, say the, I'll say the worst one first. I definitely thought that there's some Catholic priests that got caught with, let's just say, a with a young Jesus and their cross in their mouth. Let's say uh, it like that. Yeah. Yes. That could have happened, right? That could have happened. That's all PG. I didn't even curse. Exactly. That could have happened. All right. Or, or what I really believe has happened because, and I say this respectfully, churches, no matter what race, all churches have a decline in the population of their churches, of their respective uh, religion. Uh -huh. And they're just like, you know what, yo, at the end of the day, LGBT community are showing up at church no matter what. It don't matter how many tomatoes you throw at them, how many times you say a man and a woman is the way to procreate. 
They said, nah, uh-uh, not if I just go to the do- uh, to the child donation store and just buy one. I'm good. I'm good. I don't know what you're talking about. Have you met Hank? Have you met him? So <laughs> it's, it's one of those things where, because I, I, I'm dealing, well, I'm not personally dealing with this, but the church that I grew up in, they deal with this a lot where they have people in the gay community that come to the church and they got to, they got to do their separation tactics, church announcements. Hey, how you doing? Hey, anybody got a birthday? Stand up. Birthday? Oh, yeah. April. Holla, holla. All right. Whatever they sing their birthday song. And then the next time it'd be like, oh, who has an anniversary? But wait. Between a man and a woman. Don't play now. Stand up. No, no, no. Not you, Jerry and uh, Tony. Not you. No, no. Man and woman. We, we, we want procreate. We want that. And, and this is actually going down, you know what I mean? So I just think realistically, man, and, and I say this respectfully about religions because I know I'm not, I'm not frequent in church and I try my best to have so much respect for it still because I grew up in it. But I think those days of just trying to say, yo, man, the fight of, of, of straightness, the fight of man and woman, and this is just how it is. Like, I may, I'm not saying it's over. But you're going to have to die that talk down. Gay people was over here handing you money left and right. I'm not saying you got to speak to their cause, but you're going to have to lay off them because sooner or later, they're going to be the people in your front pew. They're going to be your deacons and deaconesses because people are going to just be like, yo, we we tired of this. Yep. And that's and that's what has happened because they've even moved further than being your deacon and deaconesses or, you know, now they're your your pastor and first gentleman now. They they are starting their own churches and stuff now. And you trying to win the fight of the the numbers game. And I'm not sure how genuine that that may be when it comes to, you know, whether you are serving to serve the community or you trying to have a particular set of numbers because the tithe and the money that comes in when you hit a certain mark, certain tax deductions, blah, 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 so on and so forth. Um, you know, it, it, it turns it into a political thing, which is the one thing that you don't want to have in your church. Um, but as you say, that community honestly is running the world right now. It's running the world right now. And you see it everywhere, everywhere, especially in the church. So, you know, moving from the church to the football field. Um, Brett Favre, you know, the one we talked about that, you know, he stole $5 million, yes. give or take yes. from the state of Mississippi to, uh, basically yeah. do what he wanted to do with it. Um, he decided to, to clap back and he says, yes. you know what? You're not going to play with my name and I'm going to sue y'all for a defamation. And he specifically is going after Shannon Sharp. Yes. And Pat McAfee, because they've been one of the, you know, the two of the most vocal people about keeping the topic on, hey, what's happening to Brett Favre and why people aren't talking about Brett Favre. We're talking about everything else, but for, for, for whatever reason, we're not talking about Brett Favre and the fact that he literally stole money from the state of Mississippi. Mm. And I just found that so hilarious. I mean, I'm not necessarily looking for specific takes or anything, but I just saw that so hilarious. Like, come on, not during Black History Month. Not, not... Not that you could have waited until March 1st to file these lawsuits against Shannon Sharp and Pat McAfee, but you had to do this in, in the month and time where we are highlighting the black 
contributions to the United States of America. Not during Black History Month. Not after well, you just well, stole people's money and now you want people to stop talking about you. Like, come on, y'all. Like, we can't do this. This can't be life right now. Hey, so, man, listen. As a as a, a content lawyer, I, I have to say, I'm not here to defend Brett Favre, but I will uh -huh. say this. If I didn't get indicted yet, and you know I am a Hall of Fame white-throwing quarterback, listen, I'm going to be honest with you, yo. You can say this has happened to me, but you're not going to call me a thief. You're not going to call me a sorry mofo on television. I'm going to get my goons on you. I'm sorry. I apologize. I'm just keeping it real. Listen. Yes, and I, wait, I agree. Wait till it's over. Then you can say whatever you want. But as of right now, just say Hall of Fame quarterback accused of stealing $5 million so I can go buy my daughter a new volleyball court at uh, whatever that Mississippi school that he used to go to back in Yep. Because yeah. in, in his America, he is innocent until proven guilty. So don't don't in his America. try me and don't talk yeah. to me as yeah. if this is something that I am already guilty of. Right now, okay. it is alleged, alleged that protects me from That's your right. criticism, that protects me from your judgments. It is That's alleged. Right. It's, called, it's called Weinsteining. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. This is the Harvey way, and yes. I will have my Harvey way. And until then, yes. you will shush because the moment my Wrangler endorsements was being jeopardized, now I had to act. Everything was all good until Wrangler said, hey, Brett, Word I'm sorry, up. man, but we're going to have to reconsider some things. Um, we can't have you uh, wearing our jeans until this thing is sorted out. And he was like, wait a cotton picking minute. Pun intended. <laughs> Unintended. <laughs> Wait a cotton pick a minute. Mm -hmm. Now you've gone too far. Now I have to push back. Shedding sharp. Giving them sharp suits. You're over there getting punked by Skip Bayless. Well, now mm -hmm. here comes another one on your head. All right. Mm -hmm. I ain't Tom Brady, but he comes. He comes another boom. And then Pat McAfee. Yeah. You know, you you just a kicker. No one respects kickers. So yeah. I would have loved if ESPN would have reported for four days straight that all of Brett Favre's endorsements just dropped them. Like one day is Wrangler. The next day is Gillette. The yeah. next day is that copper fit crap that he puts on his elbow when he's doing football. <laughs> like I want all that. Hey, that's what they did to Kanye, man. So Adidas said, you know what, yo? Listen. <laughs> Kanye. I mean, we just have a friend. <laughs> You, you know we were just playing, right? You know, you know we were joking, Kanye. You oh, for know real, yo. And we talked about it. I don't even want to get into it because it's not even on the, on the, on the card. But Dante, you man, we talked about it. Like I want every black person in line to apologize to us. I You're I want absolutely it. right. No, I, I need forgot. It. I I honestly I forgot. It. But it's definitely a a late addition because that's going to be the part. Yeah where we celebrate black history because we're going to yeah. talk about Kanye while we celebrate black history. So we're going to put a pin into that one right now. So, yes. okay, here is some uh, another funny thing. Now, did anyone have the unfortunate experience of watching the NBA All-Star Weekend? Okay, that, that's not nice. That's not nice, but I'm going to be honest with you because you, you know NBA is my sport, but you ever yes, talk like that. It's mine too. It's mine. But I, I, I have... Um, that gets so funny. We was over here just talking about Kanye and uh, the Jewish people, but um, I just did something for Lent, which is not watch the NBA. Here's my thing. Here's my thing. 
if the NBA players, and I'm talking about the All-Stars, I'm talking about the great ones, I'm talking about your LeBrons, your ADs, your Russell Westbrooks, your uh, Jimmy Butlers, you're all right? your, you know, all of that. Dwayne Wade's uh, new daughter who's going to be in the, uh, who's going to be in the NBA soon because that's, that's, that's what's happening. I just want y'all to know that. I just want y'all to know that. All right. It's about to happen. Yep. It's about to happen. D Wade about to do some other stuff right now on y'all. You know what I'm saying? He is, he is being Mary Jane. He about to do some other stuff right now. Anyway, for some reason, the best NBA players just choose not to play. So you know what I've done, Dante? I just choose not to watch. Facts. I didn't watch the NBA All-Star game. I didn't even watch the slam dunk competition. I did like what most white people did the next day. Watch that shit on YouTube and see what happened. Yep. And yes, you talk about my man McClung. I know you about to go ahead and, and knock the white boy down. I know you about to do all that. But I'm, look, listen, first of all, I didn't watch this young man play for two seasons in the G League. This dude nice, though. No, he's yes. real deal nice, though. So he so, is so actually he's an athletic version of Mark Price. This dude is something special. I just want to put that out there. I just want to put that out there. Not so Mark put that out. <laughs> yes, most definitely. Maybe it's the haircut that got me saying Mark Price. I think, yeah, I think it's the haircut. Uh, more, more like Danny Age back in his prom. He could be Dan Marley only because he got he got a, he got a little bit of ups and Thunder Dan back in the day in the early nineties. This he, is he true. This is true. Thunder Dan, like absolutely, Thunder absolutely. Or maybe it can be like Tony Kukoc's midget cousin or something. I don't know. Um, you know, I kind of. I kind of wish 30 white people watch this show right now so they could see, oh, my God, these guys really, like, know their white history when it comes to basketball. Yes, exactly. Exactly. Uh, we know our uh, white basketball players, too. So um, I, too, did not opt to watch the NBA All-Star Weekend. I literally watched highlights from YouTube and Instagram. Um, that's right. Because, as you mentioned, the best players, the players you would like to see in these events, yeah. opted to sit down. And so I opted to do whatever else I wanted to do. Right. Uh, and I would just watch it. Um, so the thing I thought that was funny about McClung was just the, the, the hashtag white men can jump was trending after he won the dunk contest. <laughs> and now that's no knock against McClung because the dude is nice, especially yeah, nice. for a, a guy, his, his height. What is he like? Yeah. Barely six, six feet. If six feet, something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. But he can jump out the gym, and, he, and that's been his, um, I don't want to say claim to fame, but that's been his calling card. He's crazy yeah. athletic. So when I heard that he was in a dunk contest, I was like, well, that's the only name I hear that's in the dunk contest. Yeah. Um, and so, but even still, just hearing him, he has a really good chance of winning depending on who else is in there. I hear right. the other names who's participating in it. I'm like, Oh, no, he's won this, hands down. Hands down, he's going to win this. And sure enough, he did. He yeah. completed all of his dunks on the first try. They were impressive right. dunks, difficult dunks, yeah. show off oh, his yeah. athleticism, and he did that. So white men can jump. And all I was saying was, come on, y'all, not doing Black History Month. Not white <laughs> men can jump doing Black History Month. That's all. And, of course, again, I like to hang out and peruse these white conservative spaces so, of course, the white conservatives and the conservatives come up with a thing. Oh, shout out to McClellan. Now, these people are supposed to be the ones that's protesting and boycotting the NBA because of, you know, woke culture and it's going woke. But as soon as something fits their narrative, here they come and they're all over it. 
So white conservatives and conservatives are on it. Oh, shout out to, to McClung for breaking the stereotype and showing that it's all about the skill and not falling into woke culture stereotypes. I wonder if they made a black movie called Black Men Can't Swim. And I wonder how that would go. <laughs> <laughs> I promise you this is what they were saying. I promise wow. you this is what they were saying. Wow. They said, oh, First he broke all, the stereotype. He broke the woke culture stereotype of white men can't jump. I wonder if they made a movie called Black Men Can't Swim. How would they do that? <laughs> we literally have a black dolphin in the water. It's called an orca, all right? Like, what are you talking about? He literally, we in, we in, the, we in here. Just relax. Man, you know, it, it is hilarious. And you're right. And I was like, yeah, we did. Plus, we Man. mermaids. Can have dumped us in the ocean, and we done became mermaids. Okay. You, you, seen, right. you seen, you seen Haley Bailey? Like, come on, that's not playing. Uh, you met your great granddad. You saw his heirloom. You know what's going on exactly. here. Exactly. You saw what. You know what this is. Stop acting crazy. But I can't believe you killed kept that brown finger after all these decades. <laughs> <laughs> Oh no. <laughs> oh no. I didn't yeah. curse. Everything we, 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 <laughs> See? Come on, Keisha. We're trying to get life here. We're trying to get, right. Right. Trying right to get some life here. Nah. See? <laughs> but yeah, that's just the crazy like stuff that's happening. Just point out uh -huh. that I haven't cussed the whole time. The but whole that's because time. you ain't talked the whole time. That's that's also goes into it too. You haven't said anything. <laughs> <laughs> See? And there we go. Right there. I love I miss you so much, KT. I love you. <laughs> you haven't said anything to curse. Darn it. I can say something right, right now, but I ain't going to do it. <laughs> I mean, you could. I mean, I I'm going to bleep it out, so go ahead. I know, I know you want to go ahead, girl. Move along. Next subject. <laughs> oh man, yeah. So it's just a lot. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run right through these. So now we're going to actually celebrate Black History Month. That's all the shenanigans that happened. Like not during Black History Month, but now let's let's celebrate some Black History Month. So here's some good news uh, that I thought. You know what? This is actually apt to have happened and gone down during Black History Month. Uh, the Buffalo shooter was actually sentenced to life in prison um, for the, you know, shooting spree that he went on in Buffalo that killed. Uh, well, I, see, there's another thing. There's another. I can't even say that word. Like that's a, that's that's also a thing they flagged. I can't say that word. So unalived, I was uh, propositioned to say who unalived three people. Yeah, yeah, who deleted. Three people. What the hell I can't is say, some unalived? I can't really? say the I can't say the word K I L L E D uh, or any variation of that word. I can't say D I E. So I'm even now, gonna have what? to probably like I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna say okay, this respectfully because we're just we're just talking much. about we're just talking about code of conduct. All right, we're not listen. YouTube, yes. don't be like this. We have the right. This is America. If we don't like something, we can just say, hey, we dislike it and give a reason, okay? Yes. I just want to say this. It would be amazing. It would be amazing if someone like myself would have just been like, dag, man, this is some woke right sh right here. Is it not? Yep. Like, what are we talking about here? Yep. What are we talking So because, no disrespect, a white American who has had angst against 
a group of people that do not look like him thought to themselves, hey, I want to go to Burlington Coat Factory, but I don't want coats, though. All right? Mm-hmm. And then that happens, right? We know what happened. I'm not even going to say all that out of respect of you, Dante, because you told yep. me what not to say. So we all know what happened. So now we can't say what happened? The news reporter said what happened. Yep. We all know what happened. YouTube, come on, man. Listen, the word K-I-L-L-E-D is a Webster dictionary vocabulary word, okay? Yes. All right? Like, is what's the problem? I don't I don't get it. I mean, again, you're is 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 I'll say this and I'll shut up. It reminds me of the young white American boy that walked into that Nigerian church, shot everybody up. And then what we saw for the next two weeks was memes about how those officers kindly made sure this man got to eat while they were driving this man around before he went to jail. It's ridiculous, yo. It's ridiculous. Because, listen, listen, I know it wasn't on this wasn't on the script, but this how backwards it is right now. I know we're going to get into this, but we dealing. If you don't think we're not dealing with racism still in America, we just saw f- five black American officers deal with what's going on as far as systematic racism yep. because they was taught something. Yep. And and I'll just say this again. I'm about to say something very rude, but, but again, I, I won't curse. Mm-hmm. I want to say this. You want to make me happy, America? You won't never make me happy, but you want to make me satisfied for at least three weeks? This is what you do. This is gonna sound ugly, but I just want to—I just want to be honest. Put those black officers on trial, but let them go, just like y'all do to the white officers, yep. and let them move to New Mexico and go be cops over there. And I shut—I shut up for three weeks. Yep. I shut up for three weeks. Absolutely. Yeah, that's, that's exactly all. what I want to happen, and that's another point that I had forgot to put on the script. But since you brought it up, because I know you, my cousin. And, and and we, we I was gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we, and cousin, I mean to say that but because in the month of February, of course, the the incident, we know what happened. That happened in January. Yeah. But the unit that these five black officers were a part of, the unit called Scorpion, um, mm-hmm. has been officially disbanded. Uh yeah. as these officers have all been arrested and indicted. But that's the outcome I actually want to happen. I want them to be acquitted. I, I want know. them to be acquitted of all charges on some technicality or whatever. I, I, I want them to, honestly, I want them to get the George Zimmerman treatment. I, I want them to, to find the loophole to get them off. And then I want them to move to an obscure place to where they can, alt the, where they can resume their careers as police officers. I want that and to happen. On, on behalf of your show, to the, to the, to the parents and the family, of the young man that was Absolutely, slain. We, yes. we're, not, we're not we're not here to it's not like that. Right. It's not right. like that. We apologize. It is not we're talking about just the fact of Hamadou Diallo's uh people that unalived him mm-hmm. and how they got off and relocated. All right. The white American woman that was up north of the Minnesota that shot someone and she wound up getting off. That's all we're talking about. Those two men that like, I don't even know how you wind up killing someone like Sandra Blaine, who she's not even a criminal, like nothing. Like she do not, she goes to work and go home. She does nothing. You know what I'm saying? But live her life the best way she possibly can. And y'all ruined that. Breonna Teller was half sleep. You know what I'm saying? Well, 
they they doing they doing kinda right with that. But still, it's just it's not enough. Even with Chauvin, just was never enough. So yeah, I mean, if y'all relocate them to uh, New Mexico and let them work on a reservation, I'll shut up. Yeah. So so KT, I, I know you know about the story because it's just been everywhere. Um, when you hear the news, and I'm sure you probably already are aware. And again, it wasn't necessarily on the script, but you hear that these five officers, uh, because the, again, <laughs> I hang out in white conservative spaces. And someone actually asked me the other day, and I'm going to a quick tangent, I'm going to come back to you, KT. Uh, they asked, well, why do you hang out in these spaces? I say, well, first of all, I like to keep, keep my ear to the streets. I like to know what my enemy is thinking. I like to know their thought processes. I like to know their behaviors. Also, not like to know their talking point, so I know what they're going to attack me with, and it's proven to be very beneficial to me because I like to engage the trolls, and you know it just makes me that much more confident in being able to do these things, swim around in these things. In in the words of Jay Z, learn how to move in a room full of vultures. You know, industry's getting shady; is is ready to be taken over. You know, so I I I do all that to ask you this. You hear about Tyree Nichols, rest in peace. And again, this is no disrespect to the family. This is not to um, disrespect, diminish, minimalize um, the the tragedy that happened. And honestly, it was more like a, a, it was more like gang violence, is if you saw the video. But we do send our condolences and prayers to their families. This is not to be disrespectful in any way to the tragedy of their loss. Um, but we speak to the system in which even those officers, regardless of their skin color, are protected by. And for them to show consistency, because that's the thing that we lack when it comes to America, is consistency with their ideologies, with their perceptions, with their opinions. And it doesn't make sense to them until it makes sense for them. So KT, I ask, right, you, you hear everything about this. How do you see or would you see justice being served when it comes to these five black officers that did what they did unalived Tyree Nichols? Like what would be the, the justice action that you would see happen and be like, okay, I can live with that. Is that a Patreon question? I don't really, <laughs> I don't really feel like there <clears throat> is a whole lot of justice in that situation because either way it hurts for me. Yes. Like just seeing how they took advantage of this system to pretty much be gang members as a part of the police system (laughs) that and took it out on you know one of their own that that really hurt me um my mom was obsessed and she was watching every video and I was just like, I don't want to see this. (laughs) I didn't want to see it. I mean, I just, it, it was just so, I I don't understand how people can just 
do that to another human being, especially somebody who looks like you, knowing what we face every day. It's already enough that we got to get it from, you know, outside. Why are we doing it to each other? Well, because... And... Oh, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah, I know they, they they become a part of that system and they start seeing themselves as separate. Yes. Because of the police culture, because they've been able to, you know, get a sense of power, they think that, you know, we're not, you know, yeah, we black, but we ain't. We're not like them. We're not like, like them. Those blacks. Yeah. Right. And it, it's sad. It's really sad. Um, get a little comeuppance and then all of a sudden you you better than every the people you came from. The area that you came from. Well, and it's, I, I it's just, essentially it's essentially joining a game. You know, there was a, a yeah. study that was done not too long ago, I think just a couple of years ago, like 2019, 2020, something like that, where someone uncovered um, a multitude of gangs within the police force. And that's basically how uh, you are ingratiated into the, this police brotherhood. It's, it's a fraternity. You know, it's us versus them. You either with us. You're against this. I don't care what your skin color may be. I don't care if you come from these hoods. If you're on this side of the law, you are with us. And you do things how we do things. And even still, there are sects within that particular brotherhood that is against melanated people or individuals. So... Mm-hmm. Baby Cameron, bring you up in here since, you know, I, I know that ring finger just weighing you down right now. It's just, I know you're having trouble <laughs> lifting your hand right now. So I'll just ask you when it comes to Tyree Nichols and everything that's happened, right, the, the whole unit has been disbanded mainly because it was exposed as far as what they were doing. They were basically the, the gang force of the police division. Um, here's something like this. And I ask you the same question, like, what would satisfy you as far as what what happened as far as the tragedy of Tyree Nichols and the five police officers that were on trial? Well, you know, um, when I first heard about it, I actually immediately started thinking about the stop and frisk that they had out in New York City um, and knowing people who were, you know, basically harassed. Um, some people were touched in places that they weren't supposed to be just stopping people, get out your car, they patting. And that was essentially a gang as well. So to hear a group of black men, you know, be a part of a task force that was created by their own people to essentially bully black people. So you put your people against your people, you know, it, it's, it's like KT said, it's, it's a lose, lose, you know, you got our people out here, you know, using their, uh, position, to you know being basically continue their gang activity and with no consequences they come back and probably was getting kudos for as many people that they were harassing you know fighting on and and, and, you know reporting pulling over whatever they were doing and now you know you see these five african-american men after they've you know how you say it 
probably use more force than they normally do mm-hmm. and unalive somebody. And now, you know, now we got to, you got to have them be accountable for it. And just like you guys said, take away the fact that, you know, of the situation that happened of somebody being unalive. But I mean, honestly, when y'all said y'all would like to see them acquitted and allowed to move down to Mexico and work, you know, I'm, I'm with you. Like, I want to see that happen, but we all know what's really going to happen. You know, most, we all know the, what's most likely going to happen, even though they were put in this task force just specifically to do what they did. Yes. And basically it's, even though we're saying that this, this is what we would like to see. It's not so much saying that we want them to get off for the sake of, we want them to get off It's basically, we want to see if this criminal justice system is as consistent as we know that it isn't. And of course we yep. know that they're going to throw the encyclopedia. They're going to throw the library at these officers as they rightly should. But we also know that they are the sacrificial lambs in a situation to a police division. Um, that, mm-hmm that is perpetuated in other places that we have continued to complain about, speak out about and stand up against that. The opposition that we face is oftentimes telling us that basically you're crazy, where if you don't want that treatment, then stop being bad. You know, that, that type of stuff. You know, I come across a very, uh, a very good analogy that I've given actually myself. So I'm going to pat myself on the back for this analogy. And that's the difference between, you know, the the liberals and the conservatives when it comes to how they look at these type of issues, especially when it comes to black issues. And it just amazes me that white people know so much about black people when they have ignored black people for generations. It's amazing to me. But this is the thing that that trips me out and, you know, and me going back and forth with some of the trolls and their burner accounts and stuff. Um I say, basically, your perception is this. We're driving along a road. We're in the car. We're driving on the road. Everything's fine. There's a huge boulder in the road. Now, conservatives will say, well, just drive around the boulder. Just find another way to get around it and continue with your life. My liberals are most likely will, will be like, well, there is an issue with the boulder being in the road to begin with. Why is the boulder there? We need to remove the boulder. And that's basically the, the perception and perspectives that conservatives have. If, if there's a problem, well, just find your way around it. Deal with it. Do something about it. You're dealing with racism? Well, just persevere. Do something about it. Well, just prove them wrong. And then we're like, well, actually... Do I have to prove you wrong? Because why is there an issue? Well, why why is there a, a an obstacle there? Why is racism an issue still? Remove racism. Remove the issue. And we know that's not going to happen. But that's just kind of just the, the perspective that I have when it comes to basically their things are just everything there's a workaround. I can't believe you did all that. And, yeah, and we so. just and because you know, through that through that uh that wordy uh, analogy you put together, right? That you breathy to analogy. That, that was so shady. Right. Say that. <laughs> <laughs> that breathy analogy together. Now I'm just messing around. No, the main point of it that, that I respect what you're saying, but you didn't put it out. I'm going to put it out for you. Okay. Is that neither party, whether you're liberal or conservative, found actually got the boulder out the road. Right. One yes. team acknowledged the fact that there's a bullet in the road and we should do something about it, but didn't do it. Democrats do that a lot. 
Yes. Conservatives, like you said, they'll just work around the problem. Both are right, both are wrong. It's like it's yes. a half-half. It's a half-glass empty, half-glass full type of thing. Yes. And one more thing about uh, the offices. Yo, I thought the most Looney Tune thing when I watched that video was the fact that they got mad that they mace themselves as they was yes. trying to catch this. That in itself lets me know that, yo, man, I, I say this respectfully because this has nothing to do with p being police officers. It's about the people that go be police officers, especially in the black American and brown American community, because there are a lot of us that are becoming cops because we need the money. Yes. Not because we want to save you because right. we need the money. And I like I just wish that like police is never going to do a job of, of screening people. They're never going to do the job of screening people because right. realistically, these young men were under 40 years old. Like they were, in my opinion, they're still not kids, but they're they're children in this law enforcement game for sure. Yep. You know what I mean? You just let five people around the same age, one big as hell, former football player, just well on some kid because they got because they got played. They felt played. And they, uh, the white people that were the uh, supervisors, I was about to say superiors, same difference, but su supervisors. They was just on the phone. Hope they whip that man butt. Whip his butt. Whip him. Go ahead and whoop him. Whoop that trick. It's, it's all of that. Yep. Systematic. Ridiculous. It's a semi. And you're absolutely right. And, and thank you for making that distinction, which is, again, absolutely right. And it's why I don't not align myself with either one, because, again, it's glass half empty, glass half full. And yet it's just a perception of how you identify the problem. But yet not either side is trying to come up with a, a valuable solution. How do we fix the problem? How do we remove the boulder? Or how do you come across with a, uh, a specific system that allows you to successfully work around it without any issue? And I absolutely agree. I absolutely agree. See, I told you we cousins. We got this. We got this. All right. So look, um, who also did not watch the Super Bowl? Did anybody watch the Super Bowl? I watched okay, that. Okay, okay, okay. I'll, I'll, I'll ask the question. I watched that. Who watched the halftime show? Nobody? You I, watched the halftime I, show either? I, I, uh, oh. Yeah. Okay, now you know on IG, at the Late Night Flight Podcast, I, I was just trying to be cool because I was in the house. My 10-year-old my nephew, y'all know this, well, people who do know me, know the story of my 10-year-old nephew. His father's locked up, man, so he, he likes yes. to be around his big uncle Nassau, and um, I was like, you know what? I'm staying in the house. We're going to watch this on the projector screen. We even did a little uh, recap of, of the game after, put yep. our little ties on him, a little uh, commentator. He did his, did his thing. He did his he thing. Did. I he did. It. He was it. good. He was really good. I want to use the word that my young nephew said because, oh, my God, he took the words right out of my brain. He called the halftime show Zesty. <laughs> he did. That's exactly what it is. And and you're gonna have to go on IG to see how he explained what Zesty is because I ain't yes. teach him that, all right. right. But, but but to be honest with you, it was the right answer. It really was a Zesty halftime show. Like I I didn't get it. You know what I'm saying? No disrespect to Rihanna, and I feel bad because on my top ten R&B queens of all time, I have a number three ahead of uh, Beyonce. But that was only for uh. Talking point reasons. I just wanted people to just go in there and comment like, yo, you want some BS? 
then I can hit you with a whole bunch of numbers. Like, well, listen, the last three albums Rihanna had, like, she she sold more than Beyonce. I'm just putting it out there. I mean, uh-huh. just want to put it out there for you. But yeah, um, Beyonce's just a better entertainer. I think Rihanna, uh, I think like Rihanna is very good when it comes to performing like at a Met Gala or a fashion, uh, like one of them fashion shows where she don't have to move much. The models are doing the moving. All she got to do is just stand there and just have one of her Savage Fenty clothes on. Boom, no problem. Super Bowl, that belongs to Beyonce. You let Beyonce go in there and activate Tina Turner mode and watch her go Super Saiyan. I'm throwing dollars on my TV screen, and, and that's just what's going to happen. Right, this right. is what it is. She's this, a great entertainer. She's a female MC Hammer, man. Like, we can't, you can't stop this. Nope. Or you can't touch this. Or you can't what touch you have one? Okay. <laughs> Either way. Either way. So, okay. KT, Baby K, did you guys watch the Super Bowl or and or the Rihanna halftime performance? Well, I didn't watch the Super Bowl. I I bet on it, though. But oh. <laughs> I only watched the halftime. <laughs> I, t- I took a leap of faith and was like, yo, try it. Uh-huh. Lost. But it is what it is. And I watched the halftime show. Oh, you, uh, I didn't watch it at night. I watched it like on YouTube. Yeah. I like how you slid it up in there. I lost. But okay, okay. We got you. We got you. <laughs> we got you. Uh, I was going to. I was going to bet on it. But then I was like, mm, I don't care too much about either team. You know, um, but and, and and even the narrative that was going on, like, oh, this is two black quarterbacks going head to head in the Super Bowl. This is such a trailblazing, groundbreaking time in our history. And you know, so I was like, all right, we'll, we'll just we'll just see how, how that goes. Honestly, I thought it was a really good game. I'll just go ahead and give my little take, and then I'll I'll go back to the ladies. I thought it was a, a really good game, a very entertaining game. Um, I thought Rihanna's uh, halftime performance it, it was it was cool. It was cool. It wasn't. It wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst. Um, I, I was more entertained with the interpretations of what the performers represented. A lot of people was like, you know, of course she was pregnant, and you know she was showing out the baby bump, and uh, so they were speculating that the white there was dancers that was you know clad in all white suits or whatever. They were uh, ASAP sperm. That was, I don't even know if I can say that on YouTube, but they were speculating that that was ASAP sperm that was doing all the dancing and stuff, and she represented the egg. And that's, <laughs> that's what they were saying oh <laughs> as God. far as the visual interpretation of how she was performing, that, you know, all of these uh, <laughs> sperm was trying to get to her while she was performing. And then the culmination is, you know, She's pregnant and she's showing out the baby bump. You know, she did make mention in a couple of interviews that she's bringing a special guest along with her. And it turned out to be, you know, the second baby that she's having. Um, I have a joke. I have a joke. And it's PG. You ready for yes, it? I have I'm a ready. joke. I'm ready. Ready for it. Here we go. Okay. Um, uh, if Rihanna, let, let, let's say, remember that movie that uh, it was Battlefield, right? Battlefield. Rihanna was in Battlefield, right? So So let's say Rihanna is the captain of battleship. What does she call her sailors? <laughs> I don't know. I, I don't know. What does she call her okay. sailors? ASAP seamen. <laughs> oh God. 
I can't stand you. <laughs> Somehow or another, I feel like that's going to be strike two. And <laughs> some, so in some crazy way, I feel like that's going to be strike two for us. So the first episode of the second season, we're already out. We out of here. We talk about the Navy. No, it is a Navy joke, but I don't know. I don't trust YouTube right now. I don't trust their, their sense of humor. <laughs> I don't trust them at all. They don't have a sense of humor, obviously. Yeah, I, don't, I don't trust their sense of humor right now. It's an ASAP semen. <laughs> I can't stand you. KT. Yes. She came back to pawn the replay. What did you think about Rihanna's performance? Well, first of all, did you see it? And if you did or didn't, why? I did. Like, funny story about me watching the Super Bowl. Uh huh. I did make it to the halftime show. Okay. Um, I did see the halftime show, and then I slept through the rest of the game. Oh um, no! Now, part of the reason for that was because I had <clears throat> uh partaken in uh a little. Uh, you was gonna get back blown out. Okay, <laughs> that is not that? what I was okay, partaking okay, we're out. of. We're, okay. we're out of here. We are out of here. It's done. Yes. It's over. So, <laughs> um, I had some uh something that I ate, and then I had a drink that I did not know was infused with the same thing that I ate. And uh, oh. I had I had a friend of mine who was making, I had them make, because that weekend I went to Atlanta to um, hang out with my friends. Uh-huh. And, you know, I had my friend, my friend makes these drinks. He had the, he was advertising these uh, alcoholic beverages and they looked okay. really good. And so I was like, okay, we'll make up some for me. I'm going to pick them up and, you know, get them, you know, for my girls. We're going to have a good time. Well, apparently I didn't read or I missed something in that post. Or maybe it was just implied and I it went over my head or something. I don't know. But... Um, I didn't end up picking them up on Friday night like I was supposed to because when I got there, it was late and turns out my friend lived in the middle of nowhere and there was, I wasn't going nowhere to pick up nothing. So um, I didn't end up picking them up until I was leaving town. So I picked them up, you know, I came back home and um, I was like, okay, I'm going to sleep good tonight you know, make sure that I get enough rest so I'll be prepared for work the next day. So, I part... So, I did you watch little, the game? You know, I did watch the game. The first part of the game, I did see. And the first half, I did see the first half, and then I saw Rihanna's performance. And I was like, oh, okay. That was, like, my reaction to the the performance is like, eh. it was like, oh, she's pregnant. Maybe that's why. But anyway, you know, it, I was so like, it, okay. it just didn't do it for you. Basically, it was like, yeah, hey, it's cool. It was, it was okay. You know, she got hits. No, <clears throat> she does. She has hits. 
And so, you know, I was singing along. I was like, hey, you know. But, um, you know, I wasn't thoroughly impressed with the performance, but it was okay. And then I was like, okay, well, she pregnant. You know, I'll give her a pass because who about to do all that gyration when they pregnant? Not me. I wouldn't do it. So Rihanna don't you know, gyrate when she like, ain't hey. pregnant. Yeah, huh? that, that's true. She what? don't gyrate when she ain't pregnant. She got she had Matt Kent, ASAP Rocky, ASAP Ferg, Drake, whole bunch of rappers. They ain't never gyrate then. That's why they got rid of her. <laughs> oh, this Caribbean girl over there. True. Um, you know, hips. Oh, but, true. Yeah, the second half of the game. I my, hot, my, hot take, my hot take on Rihanna, yo. She is she is the finest, know. most basic Caribbean I have ever met in my life. Yo, she gets so much. She is just a basic wild, wild girl. I better not say things like that before us. See what happened to Stephen A. Smith. Stephen, I wish Beyonce would be on the Super Bowl. Boo! <laughs> what did I, I say? This is what I'm going to say. <laughs> Rihanna, like, like I said, the, the performance was cool. It was cool. It, was cool. it wasn't, again, it wasn't the best, but it wasn't the worst. But Rihanna, when it comes to the content of her music, when you listen to the content yes. of her music, it's like, okay, this is going to be really misogynistic, but I'm just going to, this is for the guys right now. This is for the, this is for the boys. <laughs> this okay. is like you talking to that girl and she's saying everything you want to hear. I mean, she talked that talk and I mean, and she talk it like, yo, what's, what's up? What is up? All right. So now the guy, she talking it talk. All right, it's time to show and prove. It's time to see what's up. And then when it's finally time to show up, you're like, "Oh, this it? Oh, this? Oh, I was. Oh, you you talk better than you perform. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Is is it's like that girl who you know talks a real good game, but then with his Rihanna game time. Rihanna's that hood chick that could pull up on your house, have all the weed, like yo, like yo. If I come over, you gonna have a good time. You like hell yeah, Rihanna, hell yeah. Till it's sex time, then you be like Rihanna. <laughs> Everything was good until you did that, Rihanna. Rih Rihanna, like, put your pants back on, no, Rihanna. That's, that's that's not how you twerk. No, that's that's not twerking. No, yeah. no, Rihanna, that's, put them back on. That's a spiritual convulsion. What is that? No. No, why, why are you looking like that? No, put, no, put your tongue back in your mouth. Siri, stop. Siri, take our China by Chris Brown. Get her ass up out of here. <laughs> I can't with y'all. <laughs> That's all. Y'all talking a lot of smack about a female who had her hand tattooed with just a stick and a, a hammer, whatever you right. do it. She did. Like, Yes, yes, you ain't never seen it. She like wait, what was literally? That? I was like, yo, I wouldn't do it. I couldn't do it. That's, but that's absolutely listen, true. Yep, I'm, she she did that absolutely. But what they got to do with <laughs> and had Drake and what's and Chris Brown memes of them crying about her having that's, babies. That and is all true. That. that is true. But what do you expect from light skinned dudes? So, so um, got... exactly. You do have a point. Never mind. <laughs> what do you expect from light skinned dudes? Because we see what happened. Because the reason they're crying is not so much that it's not them, it's the fact that who it. it who got the opportunity to, you know, because like him, him, oh no, oh no, 
and and no. then and then here comes the the album. You know, you know what? Honestly, never mind. And so that, that's all. That's all where it comes from. Never that comes from. Uh, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the halftime show. I enjoyed all the zesty uh, <laughs> winding it down. I enjoyed all of it. And it's it's funny because I, I watched, I, we went out, we was in Vegas and we actually went out to this local crab boil place and we was eating and it just wasn't given. So we kind of got mad at the crab boil place said, forget the Super Bowl. We just dipped out of there. And later on, I was like, you know where everybody started complaining about the Rihanna. So I was like, let me go and check it out on YouTube. So I found it on YouTube and I was like, I actually enjoyed it. I, I was like, I really enjoyed the fact that she promoted her um, brand. I enjoyed the yes. fact that she was fully clothed. People out here where I'm at was like, yeah, it was real sexual. And I went back and looked like, okay, it was see. like PG-13 sexual. Like she had on all her clothes. Yeah. And we've seen, we've seen wardrobe malfunctions on the Super Bowl. So I was just like really trying to figure out why everybody thought it was sexual. But, you know, then I did see them winding it down. And then I was, you know what? I was very confused about the belly shirts. I was like, is some of these females? Cause no, was it was men. Confused. That's what made it zesty. That's what made it crazy. <laughs> <laughs> like, I did not notice them belly shirts. All so. that stuff you're saying is fine. Like you're right. Is it everybody for the most part said that you know what I'm saying? Except for KT. Like, it's a, it was a fairly okay halftime show. No conversation about it. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's just zesty when you got crop top shirts with a bunch of... And it's not even like some... I say this respectfully, fellas. Don't, don't think of me crazy. I'm just saying I, I watch college football. So when I used to be young, you watched the Miami Hurricanes. All they had was crop tops and short shorts. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, all the women wanted to have sex with them. So you're like, you know what? I'm going to just shut up. Yep. These dudes right here look like... Uh, tenth graders, all right. It <laughs> <laughs> looks like a bunch of tenth boys <laughs> with crop top shirts going at it, man. They was in there. Wow, attention enough to the performance. You know, I was and, too and busy all you know, they probably rocking lingerie under those sweatpants. You just exactly. never know. All they was rocking Savage Fenty and, and not was, the men's <laughs> line. And that's, and that's you seen the men's line. No, Have listen. y'all seen the men's line? The men's line had me confused. I walked into the Fenty store when I was in Vegas and they had these jock strap kind of things. I'm like, yo, I want this one and that one. They like, um, you only got them in like 2X. And I'm like, okay, they like these are the men. And then they show when I line, like you go order and it was guys wearing. I was like, nah, I'm gonna put that back. Put nah. put that back. Yeah, man. <laughs> put it, put one, back thing, in here. one thing, wifey got yeah. me some savage Fenty briefs. I haven't worn them at all, and I, I haven't told her why, but I'm like, mm. I'd have, I'd have just up in front of her face like I was uh, Frank White up in uh, America. <laughs> so what, what's going to happen is, like I said, it's Monday, so I'm off Tuesday. So what I've done <laughs> is, you know, I'm going to make a, a dump run. I'm going to go to the trash dump. <laughs> I'm just going to take some things to the dump. <laughs> Yo, you know how you get mad views, though? You take you go you go take the trash out in them Savage Venti pants tomorrow morning and shit. Roll born Savage Venti. That's probably why one oh two I'm having to play the game the way I'm having to play the game because again, ignorance is prevailing right now. So of course if I go out to some Savage Fenty draws, then yeah, they'll, they'll get me all the you know, but the thing is you you, you have to pay attention to the type of support you're getting. And that's why I right. love being in these white conservative spaces. It's like the underlying thing is I look to who supports it and what the regular person is saying, not even the content creator that make the post, but the people who right. support it. And now if right. I do something like that, I got to think about 
what people are going to say when they support it. I don't want a bunch of yass bitches. Oh, there we go. You over there trying to fit the inner, <laughs> trying to fix the inner That's issues of a bad bitch? No, yeah, I, I don't. I, nope, nope, I'm not trying to do that. Nope. I am, I am not trying to follow in D-Way's footsteps. Not at all. <laughs> but see what y'all what y'all don't know is some of them like we went when I went in there those was the best sellers they were sold out so I'm listen sure. don't throw them out put it on Poshmark <laughs> put it on Poshmark well double some money. Them, uh, markup I might as well make some money that I can put it into my my ad campaign <laughs> yeah mark that price up because they are best sellers and they are like out oh, so yeah man, you better listen wild that is wild man but. Shout out to Rihanna because, of course, you know, her sales and exposure and brand deals went up exponentially, like just drastically as far as the number of searches and stuff, you know, regardless of people. I didn't see it as super sexual, even though, you know, again, yeah, I didn't see it. I was like, really? What? Like, what? She's close from head to toe. She's showing the baby bump and, you know, she's being very pedestrian in her movements and in the songs and it's it's just the sperm that's trying to get to her. But other than that, I ain't seen anything wrong with it. You know? Oh, God. But, uh, you know, but people like, you know, for, for you wrestling heads, Bill Goldberg said that he absolutely hated Rihanna's show. He said it was freaking horrible. And I was like, oh, Bill Goldberg. Oh, okay. <laughs> so, like, what? That was random. But that was all over the place. <laughs> I was yeah. like, Goldberg? Okay, what the hell? <laughs> but Shout out to Rihanna. You know you you're doing the damn thing. I'm I'm just not wearing your drawers. That's all. I'm not I'm not wearing your drawers. <laughs> I'm not, me and me either. I'm not <laughs> wearing your drawers. Now I one am. thing. Again, when it comes to again the white conservatives, is they had a conniption. A conniption, I tell you, when Shirley Ralph performed "Lift Every Voice and Sing" before the Super Bowl. Because it just dawned on them during the Super Bowl that this is also called the Black National Anthem. And oh my God, the way they lost, I'm, I'm, I'm just going to take one for the team. This is strike five. The way they lost their shit when they heard yes. Shirley Ralph sing this song and the AKA to the song is the Black National Anthem. All the way. They said, oh, America's under attack. Why do we need two national anthems? <laughs> Black people don't have their own nation. They're not a nation within themselves. Why do they need a national anthem? There's only one national anthem. That's the Star Spangled Banner. And that's the anthem I will stand up for. So I will sit down and kneel during your anthem because you kneeled and sat down during mine. And it, it was absolutely incredible to watch these white <laughs> ignits talk about the lift every voice and sing aka the black national anthem in the way they took it as an attack on white people and an attack on america um are any of you guys aware of this type of backlash like did you read it or, or anything or maybe just me because again i like to swim no, in these white conservative spaces yeah, I ain't gonna lie. I watched that off you. I'm like, yo, why is this guy like really just pressed over this? I had to start reading what was going on, so I I did see that there were a lot of, you know, it was a certain hue that was yes. fairly set over, like really like just on some patriotic, emotional about this. I I didn't I didn't catch that. First of all, uh, first time ever two Black American quarterbacks 
played in the Super yes. Bowl. Uh, I mean, Jay-Z been running the Super Bowl for the last five, six years. I mean, listen, the Grammys was black as hell for the first time ever. Yes. I mean, just, listen, things are changing as far as image-wise more than I, ever. Like, it's changing, changing. Yes, you know what I'm saying? And, um, yo, it's, it's not that big of a deal because all the cool white folks, they down with it. They like, yo, this is this is great. Just come on and join the party. It's it's, it's not that serious. I'm first of all, this is the sister that uh, plays in uh, Abbott Abbott Elementary. Yes, Abbott Elementary. Funny, show. Yes. funny show. Um, I like Quinta Brunson. She's a very good writer. Yes, uh, she is. I have a crush on her, her writing ability, not her, but she has. I have a crush on her writing ability. I should yes. do. Um, and uh, yeah, like this, it's a good show. She has a great voice. I love the fact that she gets to do her Jamie Foxx. And what I mean by that is she's an actress that's showing her chops as a singer. And hopefully that get her take her somewhere, take her do an album if she wants to. And uh, yeah, man, like, yo, just, you just gotta, this, this stuff is so weak. It's just like the Kaepernick thing. It was, and, and I had friends that used to tell me, yo, bro, if, if people disagree with the stance about Kaepernick, it's okay, let it be. I'm like, nah, yo, they're not my friends no more. It makes no sense. Like, it's only one. In that situation, it was only one way to look at that, in my yep. opinion. Yep, it was only one way. When you say, I'm kneeling because young black kids are getting shot po by police, your response should be like, oh, yeah, that's true. That is happening. Not, I don't give up, or, you know what I'm saying? Just all the vitriol that we got over that made no sense at all. I, I, I don't know. Anyway, I'm sorry. I got into a tirade about all that. But, again, it's just to conclude with everything, she did an amazing no, it, job. It makes complete sense. Yeah, she has. She did an Amer uh, she, I'm sorry, she did an America job. She did an amazing job. She has a great voice, and um, yeah, man, I'm just really sad, man. I feel bad about a lot of, um, well, up up in New York too, like upstate New York. There's a lot of white people that just dislike stuff. White people in South Jersey that just dislike stuff. Of course, in the Midwest, some parts of like Maryland and North Carolina, South Carolina. Of course, man, I just I just hate the fact that there's white people that still just against anything that is not originated by them, which is the most stupid thing. Most I have to say, It's very stupid that they be like that because America as a country, how many things have we originated as a country? You know what I'm saying? We done took yes. everything from everybody. You know what I'm saying? And just, yep. and like America is good at business. Like, oh, we do business better than anybody. That's why, you know, a few years ago, somebody, you know, we ain't gonna get into that, but you know. <laughs> Did someone say business? No, but but it's 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 just that type of thing. It's we 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 done ran Tex Mex and Taco Tuesdays. You know what I'm saying? We done ran spaghetti. We done like now soul food. Like all this stuff was created by someone else, and y'all just run it better than anyone else. I don't understand. But you want to run, lift every voice and sing too? Listen, I tell you what, white people coming to the office. We will sell you the rights and copywritten whatever of lift every voice and sing. So as long as you give all of us the reparations that we we deserve, how about that? We'll do that. You can have the copyrights to the song, never use it again, whatever the case may be. Give us our reparations, all right? So that way, when you keep saying, "Oh, oh man, it's it's two separate," I mean, it's it's only one song. It's not two separate songs. Now we got enough money to do what? Have two separate songs. We ain't fucking with you no more. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, KT, were, were you aware of the backlash? What did you uh, catch any of the the performance of Cheryl Lee Ralph? Again, amazing performer. Um, 
amazing actress. Of course, she's currently on Abbott Elementary. I've gotten into it. I love the show. The show is hilarious to me. And again, with Quinta Brunson, she she has that perfect spot of being able to entertain mm-hmm. black and white audiences. It right. is, it's right. just the perfect amount of both, where yes. it's that white office type humor, but yeah. also it's sprinkled with that perfect, like with culture to where mm-hmm. we get it. And it, it's, it's just a perfect marriage of what Quinta Brunson has done. And I, you know, it, I've, I tried watching it one time with my wife and we really didn't, we watched the first episode was like, mm, not so much, but I sat through it. And by episode three, I was hooked. And I was like, I love this show. Mm-hmm. I love the show. Um, but did, did you catch any of her performance and the backlash that came from it? Um, I heard about the backlash. I didn't get to see her performance. Um, but let me just say Cheryl Lee Ralph was the bomb before Abbott Elementary. Yes. By the way. Yes. Like, Absolutely. Um, she's been doing her thing for a long time. And it's about damn time that she gets her due. That's true. <clears throat> I love the fact that she's getting all the shine. Um, it's well-deserved because she is phenomenal. And I mean, hell, she, she's she been on Broadway. Mm-hmm. She, of course, acted in movies, sitcoms. I mean, she was Moesha's mama. Moesha's mom <laughs> or stepmom. Yeah. Rather. Stepmom. Yeah. Stepmom. Yep. I mean, she's, she's been doing her thing for a while and I'm, I'm really happy for her that things are really, she's really getting her just due now. And the thing is, she still looks like Moesha's oh, stepmom. Gorgeous. I'm like, what is going on with Shirley Rapp? She's Black like aging backwards. No, okay? She definitely a little thicker. She, yeah, this is true. Now, yeah, she, she, she definitely ate some grips and then stuck to the hips. I'm like, wait a minute. I ain't, I ain't no Shirley Rapp with that kind of, I don't know. She little thickums up in there. I ain't no, I ain't no 60 year old that's going over there packing like yeah, that. Listen, She's sick. listen. I'm going to have to take it. Take her to get her medication and that's lay her all, down. That's all I'm saying. Most respect the, your elders, dang on it. Okay. Respect your elders. <laughs> I, I, trust me, I am respecting. <laughs> I am showing the utmost respect right now. <laughs> the utmost respect. Good God, Shirley Ralph. I hope. I hope I'll put her teeth in before she drops me home. <laughs> oh my God, I can't. Oh. I can't. Not the teeth on the on the nightstand. Oh, uh, okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, but but yeah, shout out to Shirley Rath and just absolute hilarity when it comes to um honestly these white ignorance and conservatives who wanted to make an issue out of it as if you know but the the funny thing to me, and again, this is one of those another issue that I got in on that caused a crazy whirlwind. But again, you know, I can I can talk with the best of them. So, you know, I got four, five, six of them coming at me at one time and I'm I'm throwing haymakers at all of them. It's like, it's, what's funny to me is the fact that this song has been sung. I sung this song when I was a kid. Now, I understand that it, ha- it wasn't a universal black song where it wasn't sung in every black space there is because, of course, you got your conservatives. Well, I never sung this song. I'm just now learning about it. Okay, well, congratulations. But in most black co- community spaces, 
this song was sang in some capacity of another, in some group or group setting of another. This song was sung. And I didn't sing it in my public school, but I still learned the song growing up as a kid. And I understand the history behind it. Because if we want to be honest, your national anthem, which is which is it's funny. It's like, okay, well, why is it called the Star Spangled Banner? Uh, well, why is it called the, the Black National Anthem? The actual name of the song is Lift Every Voice and Sing. I was like, well, that's the same reason why the actual name of the song is called the Star Spangled Banner, but you call it the AKA is the National Anthem. Like, you act like you can't give a nickname or another identification to the song. And that's all it is. And... Speaking of Star Spangled Banner, we understand that while this song was being written, it was due to the Revolutionary War. Now, during the Revolutionary War, we weren't considered equal to y'all. We weren't considered humans. We were still considered property. That's why when the song was saying, verses was cut out of it. Specifically, that third verse, where the third verse talks about the killing and massacring of slaves. That's what Francis Scott Key talked about in the Star Spangled Banner song. And so I think maybe you will understand why we weren't so apt to sing this song as we stand with the right hand over our heart. But this is another song. It's still, it's still filled with American values. It's, still with, it's filled with spiritual Christian values as we give thanks, as we fight for our freedom, while we hold on to the faithfulness of the Lord that guides us. Basically is what the song is saying. And we will keep our head high. We will maintain the joy as we fight for freedom while we're walking with the Lord in obtaining and fighting for that freedom. And if Eminem wrote that song, that song would be great and we sing it all the time. Yes, exactly. So, you know, it's, but when you come to these things, it's like the, the, the arrogance that comes from these people is you had no idea this song existed until you watched the Super Bowl. Again, Another sports league, which you claim that you were boycotting. So why are you watching the Super Bowl? I thought you was boycotting the NFL because of Colin Kaepernick. I thought y'all was boycotting it since then. But here you are watching the Super Bowl. But since you're watching it, you just now learned about this in 2023. We've been singing this song for over 100 years. But yet you have the arrogance to sit here and tell me, how I should look and how I should have my perspective on this song that's been a part of our culture for over a century. But you just learned about this two weeks ago and you think you have the wherewithal and the knowledge to tell me how I should think about it. No, no, middle fingers to you, middle fingers to all of you, because this is our culture. The fact that you believe that for us to be quote unquote like you, that we have to disavow anything of black culture because you have the fearful belief that anything that is pro-black is synonymously anti-white. That's not the case. I don't care anything about what you do. I don't have to have my success or my advancement come at your expense, but you feel that way because your advancement came at our expense. And so you mm -hmm. feel like this is your karma. You're just due that we're retaliating against you. That's why you always feel like you're under attack. I've never seen a group of people that claim that black people or people of color play the victim, play the victim. It's, it's hilarious to me. The irony doesn't escape me. But anyway, shout out to Shirley Raff. Um, there is 
some more things that I really want to to get you guys take on, and then we'll we'll, we'll get up out of here. We'll get up out of here. Yes. Um, we talked about the Super Bowl backlash, and I thought it was absolutely funny. Um, so we talk about that same energy of people being mad. That every time Black History comes around, every time Kwanzaa comes around, every time Juneteenth comes around, that it has been made a national holiday. Um, again, things that Black people have been celebrating for generations, practicing for generations, and because you're just now learning about it, now you want to tell me about it. And it's like, <laughs> like, shut up. Um, Alabama, of all places, oh, no. has banned the talk of civil rights and slavery during any and all black history presentations within their schools because I lied to you not because it makes white administrators in those schools over those schools uncomfortable all right baby K react Listen, if you if you feel uncomfortable, that's your first step of realizing that either you, you know what I mean? Like something's wrong. You know what I mean? Like if you feel uncomfortable, first of all, how how, how dare you feel uncomfortable? Like, you, yes, maybe somebody down your line, grandpa, great grandpa, great, great, great grandpa was doing it. And now you feel uncomfortable. But like, how dare you feel uncomfortable and then try to take it away from our children? Because like history's history. That's all. His- right. This this is history. Just like the black national anthem is history. It's history. Learn about it. Yes. Learn about it. Cut it out. Cut it out. <laughs> come on. Come, come on, Caucasian people. We got never mind, never mind. I don't even know why I even said that. Never, <laughs> never mind. I don't even know why. Forget it. KT. Forget it. <laughs> KT, they said, listen, this is uncomfortable and it is not productive. This is how I feel about your discomfort. Okay? <laughs> this is how I feel about your discomfort. Imagine was, the people who actually went through it. Fingers. How Look, you, uncomfortable you do that. they feel. You don't know which fingers it is exactly. and you do this. So you don't know which fingers you pull up. Was. That's right. She, it was right up. Oh, oh, there it is. All right. Strike six. There you go. Oh, okay. That's, oh, and seven, I said. Yeah, strike yeah. six and seven. There we go. <laughs> I, don't, I don't give a damn about your discomfort. I don't. I don't. Imagine the people who went through it. How uncomfortable they were, uh-huh. how dehumanized they were. Like, come on. And you can't sit through just a little presentation during Black History Month, the shortest damn month of the year? Are you kidding me? Deal with it. Just like you tell us to get over, you get over it. Damn it. I don't well, because they say they say <clears throat> it is divisive and it doesn't promote unity within our country that's that's part of the reason why they felt okay uncomfortable and why they banned any black history presentation to talk about civil rights and slavery um it's divisive you that's want what they you want okay you want the state we of were, alabama you want the state of alabama to respect black people you you want you want the state of alabama to do that this is all you got to do and and i'm and i'm talking to all the young uh, moms and dads that have uh, sons that are built like the juggernaut at 14 for some dumbass reason. <laughs> All you have to do, right, is make sure that none of them commit to 
Alabama. Because when Nick Saban Saban finds out his whole team is a bunch of Caucasians from Louisiana, he's going to be like, hey, hey. Call Dion. I think they went to go play with Dion in Colorado. This is some bullshit. This is some bullshit. <laughs> you know, you can bleep that out. Don't act like that. Yeah, you know, I, got I, you. I got you. No problem. No problem. Anyway. <laughs> but yes, that's all I wanted to say about that. You know what I mean? That's that's all we should do. We should just take away. Uh, it's not, and mind you, they can just go play with Coach Prom. Play with Coach Prom. I mean, get it. It's colder. It's colder. I mean, Alabama's warm. I, I, I love a good warm place. You know what I'm saying? But go to Colorado. Play with Coach Prom, you ain't got to play with Nick Saban no more. No disrespect, Nick Saban. It's not your fault. But, you know, hey, listen, if the state don't want to hear anything about black people, we ain't got to go there and make touchdowns for you and make field goals for you and have sex with your white women and do all those type of things that make us inclusive and try to stay together. And you know what? One more thing, too. And to all the, the white quarterbacks that have been trying to date on the black girls, none of that's happening either. So y'all better fix it. Fix it. Cause last time I checked, Bill Burr said he likes the uh, he likes some a little cocoa. Okay, That's he likes he a little he likes a little hot chocolate <laughs> in his mug. All right, so you hey, you know, shout out, up. shout out to Bill Burr. That's Bill Burr. This comes as a a very similar response when it comes to critical race theory. Um, and I'm not going to get in the whole the, the critical race theory thing, but it's it's the same response. Now, with that, I was like, well, I really don't care too much either way about critical race theory. Just teach history, period. I don't need it to be wrapped up in any any specific way. And again, I don't need my advancement or my history and my story to be taught in a way that is at the expense of anyone else. Just tell the truth. That's all. Just tell the truth. So, okay, I can understand the pushback when it comes to critical race theory. All right, cool. But now we're talking about literal, undeniable historical events of slavery and every single thing that was done, either a that was a societal norm, a societal practice of how people just treated people who didn't look like them to actual legal legislative acts and policies that discriminated against people that didn't look like them. This is undeniable that these things happen. And it's also undeniable that other people, melanated people that did not look like the dominant society, achieved amazing things to obtain actual freedom that we've had literally 60 years of enjoying. We've only been considered human by you people for about 60 years. There's literally a generation of people that walks this earth that can tell you a time where they did not have these rights. And I would love to sit down and hear their stories. My grandmother, may she rest in peace, both of them actually, but one of my mom's side, she would sit down, she would tell us all these stories about how it was when she was growing up in this particular time. And that's why I hold on to this passion because it's, it's like as much as you want us to dismiss it, that's our history. That's our legacy. So don't tell me to forget about anything. No, I'm going to carry this until the day I am myself in the ground because this is my legacy and it won't be swept under the rug. It won't be swept under the rug. Because they're trying to make us go back. Uh Uh-huh. And we ain't had it. Uh Uh-huh, exactly. So we're going to keep talking about it and keep reminding y'all that this is what happened 
because we ain't going back. Okay? We're not going back. There's another parallel that's happening. It's actually happening in Florida. Y'all, y'all know the, I didn't have this on the list, but I know uh, Ron DeSantis. Is it Ron or mm-hmm. Rob, whatever his name is. Governor DeSantis, he blocked, yeah, Ron DeSantis. blocked uh, black history. Uh, yeah. AP courses being taught. Now, yeah. you know, I, I think I sent the clip to you guys, but it's, it's the same thing to where basically anything that that white conservative American, I'm, I'm being very specific with, you know, because I'm not saying all white people. I'm not saying that. But I'm just saying there is a sect and they mainly rest on the right politically, white conservatives. Anything they don't like, they label it woke. And then they give it a negative connotation. Now, there's partly where I agree with it. It has been um, co-opted by a lot of liberal movements and liberal agendas. But at the same time, when it comes to actual uh, black history, black teaching, black advancement, they throw that all, well, that's just woke. That's woke stuff, and we're going to shoot it down. Now, he shot that down, and yeah, he used the excuse of, well, it had queer theory, and we don't believe in indoctrination, but actual blah, 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 blah. But there's so many other, there's books that he's banned from Maya Angelou to Lapita, uh, to Pia, to all these great books that we should read, Claude Anderson, that he's also banned. That has nothing to do with queer theory there. Uh, There's no agenda there. It's just black history and black literature on how black people can advance either economically, socially, culturally, whatever the case may be. You've banned those books, but you haven't given reasons Mm -hmm. why. There's other courses in curriculums that's been submitted in the state of Florida. They've also been banned. There was no black queer theory in sight. So you couldn't hold on to that, but it deals with your uncomfortableness. That when you deal with black history, you have to, you absolutely have to talk about what they come from because black Americans started from a place that does not paint you in the most favorable light. And all you want to do is just whitewash history. That's why you have the gall to sit here and tell students that you can't talk about civil rights and slavery because it makes us uncomfortable. <laughs> it's absolutely Romance hilarious. People. Adults. So why DeSantis can people. say, well, no, we're going to... Um, we're going to deny these black history courses and blah, 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 blah. Well, because they had a, in one of them, it said queer theory and that's indoctrination. But we're going to not just shoot that down. We're going to shoot the whole thing down. Everything that comes through, we're going to shoot that down and use this one thing as a scapegoat. Okay. We get it. We get it. But at the same time, you know, not to get super militant, but we're already on strike seven. So here comes strike eight. Um, Malcolm X basically it would be a fool you would be a fool to to have your enemy and he says enemy teach your children so it has to come to a point to where well we understand the game that we have to play we gotta play the game at the same time here is how we will teach mold and empower our own Mm-hmm. And that's all because at, at some point, and this is speaking to now, now speaking to black people, we got to get to the point to where we stop trying to look for white validation and white acceptance. Right. Because that's what killed us 
during the integration period. We had our own we had our own economy. We had everything that white people had. We had ourselves, but mm-hmm. of course, they were doing time of uh, segregation, and we were not considered equal to white people. But when that happened, we all of a sudden had the notion to believe that whatever were in white stores was better than what was in black stores, and that killed our economy. And all I'm gonna say to that. Again, all I'm, all I'm gonna say that you saying right things, uh-huh. brother. But now we need to give a call to Oprah and be like, "Hey, o- Oprah, um, can you make Black Verizon, please? Because you, yes. you need like those things yes. gotta happen." Because You're right. All these organizations where you want a job from, I say you want a job, but you, you know you want a job because you need a job. You want to pay yes. rent. You want to pay bills. They're from Fortune 500 companies. Most of them are white owned. Mm-hmm. Um, the black owned companies. All respect, because I'm not even here to try and knock no black company or black brown brown company, but I'm going to keep it, be honest and say what it is. So let's say, the uh, for instance, what's that sister from uh, Slutty Vegan? P- Pinky Johnson? Pinky Johnson, yep. Mm-hmm. Don't know her. Good sister. I, I'm not here talking nothing bad about her. But her business can't employ 400 black Americans right now. Right. We want to see that. And I'm pretty sure she want to see that from herself. Mm-hmm. And that's just where, and I know you, you know, I'm sorry, Dante. I just, I just like that half, this, it's, it's that half glass empty thing. It's like, this is the other half that just needs to happen. Yes. It's, we need that black American Walmart. We need that black American jewelry spot. Like, so our people can move and work there and not just work at Walmart. And just right. because we dominate Walmart, we act like it's ours. Cause it's not, again, it's you're not. part of a, Yep. You're about to be part of a system. And soon as you catch an attitude about the system, they're going to just be like, well, pack your bags and go. Because in Walmart, in a place where you're only making 10 to $15 an hour, you're irreplaceable, no matter what race, but especially if you're black. Yes. Mm-hmm. Like I, went to, I was in Florida and Orlando uh, the first year of Juneteenth. That place was packed, full of black people working. Yep. I was about to ask him, like, yo, why you ain't just take off? They're like, come on now, please. It's Walmart, dog. We need the yep. money. You know what I mean? So it, it's, it's just how they have, and it goes back to this education, is you pigeonhole us to know more about your version of America. Listen, if, you, if that's how you're going to do it based on the population because there's more white people than anybody else, fine, whatever. But at the same time, you're going to have to guarantee that the black Americans and the brown Americans, all the other groups of pe- people, we're going to just talk about black Americans, though. We got we to gotta eat, eat. It can't just be the tokens because the, the, new, the, the new token in 2023 is five black people, four of them black women. Yep. Yep. That's the new token. That that's is really the just new what token. Yep. The new that token. is the new token. It just nickel us. And that's the perfect segue to, uh, well, first of all, before we segue to the NAACP, I do want to give a celebratory shout out to Kanye West. Uh, Kanye? As we celebrate black history, um, Mm -hmm. as we mentioned earlier, you know, they ostracized him. They canceled him uh, to the best of their ability. And then after all that was said and done, after Adidas, the um, German engineered company, uh, cut ties with him, they began to hemorrhage money, uh, you know, north of a billion dollars. Of lost revenue, they got a half a million uh, dollars of of product that they cannot sell because you know who's going to buy 
one Yeezy Yeezys. Right. They were already ugly with the name Yeezys on them, but who's going to buy them when they're no longer Yeezys? What are you going to call them? Un-Yeezys? What? what? I not about the Yeezys, yo. The, yo, the hood has bought them Yeezys. Hood don't want to pay rent. Hood bought them Yeezys, dog. Listen, I'm talking about them. Listen, them I'm, I'm speaking. I done talked about the, the white ignorance for an hour and 47 minutes. Now I'm going to talk to you black ignorance. <laughs> you, you listen to me, you black ignorance. <laughs> I don't understand. Now, we are the proprietors, and we are the fingerprint of culture. But I need y'all to stop it right now. Here comes strike now. Stop that shit right now. Stop it. <laughs> stop it right now. Because, because there, there's another trend that's happening right now. There's a little tangent. All right, y'all got with them Yeezys, and I didn't understand why. Just because they were Yeezy. Them things look like soda cans with holes poked in them. They look like... Homeless shoes, cardboard. I need some ventilation because I listen. Now y'all got these Super Mario Astro boots things going on. I need need y'all to stop this right now. I need y'all to stop it. Soon as I see somebody with that on, I'll be like, do 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 do. I need y'all to stop this right now. Stop it. You you see this? Listen, listen. I don't know how much close I can put my finger to this camera, but I need y'all to stop this. Understand the severity of my finger wagging right now. Stop this right now. These, when you lay them, boys, they listen. look like AirPods. Yeah, listen, <laughs> they do look like like AirPods. I, I, just stop it. No, no. Why are we doing this? Stop it. You can barely pay your car note. You know you work at that job, and you know you in that one bedroom apartment, and you know you got some critters in there that don't need to be in there. Do not stop buying these Yeezys. Stop buying these super red Super Mario. Uh, Menopause boots. Stop buying them. Stop doing it. Yeah. Just stop it. Where the menopause? Heard them Yeezys are comfortable from? though. I don't even heard them. I, don't, I felt it in my spirit. I heard Yeezys are comfortable though, like very comfortable. I heard the same too. I heard they were very comfortable, but I would never so know why because... they gotta be so ugly. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Like you can make something comfortable and still stylish. Like I don't, like, I don't get why they gotta that look like st- that. Apparently, like the post-apocalyptic Armageddon style is Kanye's thing. And nah, they you know, definitely the hot top Deuteronomies. Yes, it, it it seems it seems like those is what you wear when you want to make a sacrifice to the Lord, literally. And yeah. you just need to, <laughs> like you need to. And I don't understand. I don't under like m- m- maybe they're like aerodynamic, but I haven't seen anyone do anything of note in them. I haven't seen anyone run. I haven't seen anyone play any type of sport. I haven't seen anyone kick anyone else's ass. So I, they do, I, I they am skeptical. They do a deadlifts in the gym with the Yeezys. I just want to put that out there. I'm a, I'm a I'm gonna take a picture of a couple with them, and I'm gonna send them right to you, so you can do what you want to do. That is, I, you know what? And I believe that. I believe that. And I also believe that doing deadlifts. And hang lows and and all this. Now, now you're the gym connoisseur, so I'm just going to name a whole bunch of things. <laughs> I was just probably the only place that you can do those things uh, to where people are focused on getting their workout, that they're not going to be like, "What the hell is on your feet right now?" But it's okay. <laughs> but it's okay. I be looking. I ain't going to lie. I be like, "Yo, them must be really comfortable." Like you just like, why would you even wear them? You know, like that's that's just bad. It, Soon as the weight hits your foot, you you dead, dog. Like you know, what I'm saying all them holes on them little Jesus sandals. But at the same you? time, here is my thing. Yes. If Yeezy made a move to where all right, Adidas cut me off, 
I'm going to create yeah. my own company. I don't understand why he tried to go to Skechers and all these other places. Same yeah. with Kyrie. Mm-hmm. For the sake of you creating your own, I would buy it. I would, j- just for the sake of this is your own company and this is a legacy thing because we already support you because it's you. When when the thing happened with Kyrie to Kyrie and now he's looking at, you know, he's in talks with uh, the black shoe company, um, Saya Collective, shout out to Saya Collective. Um, you know, that's, that's a black owned company. You know, yeah, I, I will buy it then. I would. I absolutely would. You know what? Now that you saying what you're saying, I, I see where the backlash can be mm-hmm. because it's Kyrie Irving. Yes. And Kyrie Irving during his basketball career has done no favors to make him look or seem, for PR reasons, of course, because I don't know this young likable. Right. That's really what it is. Same thing with Kanye West. Like, if I'm not like, I'm sorry, if I'm Kanye West's PR, yeah, I'm going to make sure he gets this deal off with Adidas because now the general public can see, oh, the German distributor made a mistake. They made a mistake. Maybe Kanye isn't as crazy as what half of America said for the last four months. Uh huh. You know what I'm saying? With Kyrie, to be honest with you, as now as a basketball fan, I I have to I'm gonna say this respectfully because there's people that passed away over COVID. I don't want to make no jokes about COVID at all. I got family members that passed away from yes. COVID. I can't say nothing, but I'm going to say this though. Yo, that man won. He beat COVID. Oh, he beat COVID. I don't care what you. Oh, he beat COVID. Yeah, he beat it. He he beat. I, I wish I had his. Uh, well, I wish I had his money. I'd have definitely beat it. But yeah, he beat it. You know what I'm saying? But again, even with that, he got a lot of backlash over that. It, you know what I mean? It, I don't think he. It's hard for him to really come back. Like as far as I hate to use wrestling terms, but a baby face. You know what I mean? Like just yes. as a good guy, all as American. Guy. If I if I uh, produce some black sneakers, the black community is going to get down with me. Kanye, Kyrie Irving, those are two people, in my opinion, where I feel like black Americans, some some will support. Like you said, like you as this one person that, that be in your, your man cave and talking to, would you call them conservatives? Conservatives, yep. <laughs> yes, yes, I can see you doing that, right? But like 15 of my bros right over here on Chancellor Ave, they ain't doing it. They're going to act like Kyrie with some BS and Kanye on some BS. And I'm going to be like, same thing they did with Stefan Marbury. Stefan Marbury had to leave a whole nother country. Yeah. Just yep. to become God. Just to become a God, yep. And they treat him like as such. Got his own statue and everything that they pray to three times a day. Absolutely. Uh, Kyrie, if you want to be big, bro, you got to make your sneaker in Argentina, dog, and just say goodbye to all this. Uh, true. True, true to that. <laughs> true to that. All right, look, so we're we going to move on to this last thing. And um, we're next to the last thing. Because I, I don't think everyone <laughs> has seen it. I don't think everybody told you that this. I'm gonna pack everything in here, then we're gonna try to. Uh, <laughs> KT face is like what? What? All right, KT. I mean, I Next mean, okay. wrap this right, up, listen. man. Come on now. Gotta get that beauty sleep. Is, is, is yeah, it? I, I still gotta wash the baby. Is this the wrap it up box? Y'all hit me with the wrap it up box right now. Okay, fine. Okay, wrap fine. Up, All right, listen. <laughs> listen. <laughs> hit me with the wrap it up box. <laughs> I'm gonna play the music in, in post. Just watch. <laughs> I'm gonna play the music in post. 
<laughs> See how y'all disrespected me. <laughs> no, but, <laughs> but listen. And all in all, all the fun things and funny things that's happened throughout uh, Black History Month, there's a um, there's a particular clip that again, I ain't got in these white conservative conservative spaces. They always bring up this clip of Morgan Freeman every Black History Month, and I want to get you guys attention. I want to get you guys um, perspectives to see if you agree with Morgan Freeman. And his take on Black History Month. And then we're gonna get up out of here because they didn't hit me with the wrap it up box. And it's it's I don't know. I'm just I'm just so hurt right now. I can't believe y'all did this to me. Uh <laughs> I can't believe y'all did this to me. <laughs> we're gonna right. two hours, sir. I'ma play it. Of course, as we should. We I done gave you two months off. You can do two hours. <laughs> what you mean? <laughs> you had sixty days. Yeah, let me be quiet. To the day you had sixty days to chill. You can give me 120 minutes. Damn it. <laughs> All right, strike 10. All right, so... <laughs> All right, so y'all check this out. This is, uh, again, with these videos, I don't, I don't know how they're, they're playing this stuff now, so I'm trying to... I'm just going to play the audio. And uh, this is Morgan Freeman sitting down with... You know, this is an old, very old 60 Minutes interview where he was asked about Black History Month and if he liked it and his thoughts on Black History Month. And y'all check it out. Probably got to wait to loop around again. Here we go. How are we going to get rid of racism? Stop talking about it. I'm going to stop calling you a white man. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. I know you as Mike Wallace. You know me as Morgan Freeman. You want to say, well, I know this white guy named Mike Wallace. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Black History Month, you find ridiculous. Why? You're going to relegate my history to a month? Oh, come well, on. What do you oh. do with yours? What, which month is White History Month? No, well, no, 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 come on. Tell me. Well, the, I'm Jewish. Okay. Which I'm month sure. is Jewish History Month? Uh, there isn't one. Oh. Oh. Why not? Yeah. Do you want one? No, no. No. I, 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 I don't either. I don't want a Black History Month. Black history is American history. How are we going to get rid of racism? And stop talking about it. I'm going to stop calling you a white man. Yeah. And I'm going to ask you to stop calling me a black man. I know you as Mike Wallace. You know me as Morgan Freeman. You want to say, well, I know this white guy named Mike Wallace. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. All right, we're going to start with the ladies as Nas prepares his dissertation. KT, do you agree with Morgan Freeman? Is he on to something? Is he right? Is he wrong? What do you think? <laughs> now, I, I hate to say it, you know, I love Morgan Freeman as an actor, but I don't give a uh, about his opinion. Uh-huh. I don't. And, I don't care. Why? Because he is 
one of those people who um, make it and forget that they're black. Where he comes from. Uh-huh. Forget where the hell he comes from. Um, yeah. That's how I feel about it. I feel like he he had to come up and now he's trying to get away from all that so that he can continue to have his wonderful career um, without being too offensive to white people, you know, be, you know, be one of the good ones. That's not nice. Come on. He's, he, he needs somebody to lean on. Don't be like that. <laughs> he needs somebody to lean on. <laughs> baby K, baby K, what, what, do you, what do you think? What do you think? Um, I'm I'm gonna first say I did enjoy him and lean on me. Um, but uh, my favorite scene was the jump rope scene. Whatever. Anyway, um, what what I will say is I get where he was trying to go, and um, I even kind of enjoy when he told the other gentleman like, you know, do you want to? He's like, I'm Jewish. Like, what well, do you want to? Immediately he was like, no. Like immediately he already knew that he was tippy toeing on something that, you know, Morgan Freeman was tippy toeing on something that he didn't want to deal with. He didn't even want to be parts of it. Whole time Morgan Freeman was speaking, he was just sitting, he was sitting back in his chair like this. Like, I'm, I'm gonna let him go ahead and just, you know, speak on it. But, um, I don't, I don't agree with him, you know, and I, and when I was younger, I would say things like, oh, they give us the coldest, um short as month now shoot it was like 70s this month so i can't even say coldest anymore <laughs> but um <laughs> i can't say that but you know you know i was just telling a female friend of mine i'm, I'm tr- trying to stay on topic but it's it, it, it also is something that Nas said earlier too you know us females we get two months we get black history month and women's month you know and like Nas said when we get higher we're two we're two minorities. We're a female and we're black. Mm-hmm. So you will see that four out of five females. But um, no, I, I do not agree with what he said. Um, I, I understand what he was trying to go with it, but it kind of just, it just, it just kind of fell apart. It started like unraveling, you know? And so I was kind of like, mm, I, I don't know what you, what you're trying to say. You try to say something, but then you wanted to protect the fact that you still wanted to act. So I, I see where you went, but you, you ain't go far enough. So mm-hmm. yeah, I don't agree with him. I understand. Nas, the head of the table. The island yes. of the whiteboard. <laughs> Let's make this make so, um, sweet, Nas. <laughs> the uh the great poet, I believe his name is Sean Carter, once said, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Okay. <laughs> all right. <laughs> so here's the thing with all this. Again, like he said. You can understand where Morgan Freeman was coming from. He, I mean, this is a 104-year-old man with a great movie career. I mean, this man <laughs> is tired. He is tired. All right? That man is tired. Like, the, yo, he's mad when y'all wake him up because he know he got to go to work. He like, man, I'm 140 years old. Like, leave me alone. I was 80 when I played. The principal, Joe Clark, on Lean On Me. No one knows that but me. That was a lot of makeup. I was 81 years old at Patterson, all right? That was me. Like, I'm going to, I hate to do this, but because he's 140, I'm giving him a pass. I understood what was going on. 
Yeah, we know he was wrong. We know he's wrong. But I'm giving him a pass because he's 140 and he has done everything he can to showcase that he is a great black American actor. All right. The man, the man, yo, listen, listen, listen. Samuel Jackson had no problem with being the house you know what and played it like the greatest. The, like that was the greatest house you could ever want to be played. Like he couldn't do it no better. But if you want to give me simple house, I think Morgan Freeman played that great in Driving Miss Daisy. I mean, if you're looking for simple tin house, Morgan Freeman played that role to a T. And um, so all, all that being said, Morgan Freeman, he's a national treasure. We're going to leave Morgan Freeman alone. I, but I dislike you using the OJ reference, Morgan. I, I can't believe you did that. I can't believe you was doing that. You did that to Mike Wallace out of all people. He's a, he's a freaking journalist. Freaking him. I can't believe you did that. I, what? Yo, Morgan Freeman been in Kentucky too long hanging out with uh, George Clooney. I ain't having it. Not having it. Dislike it. Other than that, that's all I want to say. But Morgan Freeman, you still my man, y'all. Shawshank Redemption, great movie. Uh, Red, when you got shot, you know what I'm saying, when you was walking, who told, who told your black ass to do that? See, that that in itself should let you know that black history line you did was crazy because out of all the people that could have died in Red, your dumb ass was the one that wanted to hang out and say, nah, Bruce, I got your back. I'm going to wear your clothes. <laughs> Go outside your ass. <laughs> Old ass. Crazy, yo. <laughs> this my, man, this my, my take goes to, <laughs> it goes back to Yo, I, 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 spaces. I know, I know you're gonna say that, but I just want to say one more thing. Um, uh -huh. it's amazing, man. This man has died more times in the movie than he has in real life. Like for real, for real. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> At this point, I think he clones himself. That's all. I I think it, when he turned seventy five in nineteen nineteen, he found a way to clone himself. I think he. I think he had a love. I think Lovecraft Country was based off of Morgan Freeman, and he found. Hey, yo, why, why you take this home, Dante? Can, can somebody look up what year the bucket list was made? Just put that oh, together. I, I, I just want to help y'all. <laughs> what year the bucket list with him and Jack Nicholson of all people was made? Okay. Two thousand. Yo, it's two thousand twenty-three. Yo, this man. Is a little root time machine, yo. Y'all better stop talking, talking about more. He is Lovecraft Country incarnate. He is. <laughs> he is. <laughs> it is a funny thing that I found. I mean, of course, I understood the point that Morgan Freeman was trying to make, but he was completely off on it. And white conservative has taken that point again. When it comes to the conservative side, especially white ignorance side, things don't make sense for them, don't make sense to them until it makes sense for them. Because any other time, any time a celebrity, an actor, an entertainer, an athlete says something, they automatically dismiss it. Oh, that's just woke agenda. Oh, that's just victimhood mentality. Oh, they, they dismiss it. They call it like the, the, the way they go at LeBron James is absolutely hilarious to me. They claim this man is the dumbest man on the planet or these dumb jock athletes and blah, 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 blah. But the moment any one of these athletes, entertainers, actors, Hollywood people speak something that they like, then they rally behind them with such fervency, with, with such passion. So think about um, what was the 
the the MMA fighter girl that turned actor. Um, um, Gina Carano, I think something like that. But she she was an MMA fighter, and then she turned actor. She was on uh, one of the like the Mandalorian or something, and then she had some like conservative take, and they canceled her, and they rallied behind her, and and said that she was you know fighting the woke system and blah 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 blah. blah. You know, but I think about Sasha Banks. Oh no, <laughs> it's not. Or Mercedes Monet is not. It's not that. Uh, <laughs> no. It's not her. It's not her. But basically, it's just the hypocrisy of it. And the then the person that posted this Morgan Freeman clip was a conservative. Was a black man. They said, "Oh, this is my all-time favorite Black History Month clip." Um, and then and, you know, a bunch of white people. Yeah, why do we have a Black History Month? Why don't we have a white history month? Literally, I, I lie to you not. These, this is what they say. Well, why isn't there a, a white history month? And I look, and under all of them, I give the looking eyes. Like, are you, are you, are you, are you, are you serious? Are you really asking why there isn't a white history month? Are you actually asking me why there isn't a white entertainment television? These are real questions that these people ask. And they, they ask it and they say these things so arrogantly. And I'm like, you are so arrogantly stupid. It's hilarious to me. So here's the thing. Morgan Freeman is off because, again, you don't know the history that caused us to even have a Black History Month. That's because we weren't recognized or celebrated in any form of fashion. So we have to at least acknowledge the fact that Black African American or, or Negro Week or whatever they called it, it started with a week. And then it was given to a month. We have to understand the history and how we even got Black History Month. Now, if you were to say, I understand the history of how we have Black History Month, but I would like us to progress and moving forward because Black history is in of itself American history. And I would like to do away with Black History Month and do it and have Black history as American history. If you said it in that variation, then I'll rock with you 100%. But, oh, it's ridiculous. Well, when is White History Month? When is Jewish History Month? Understand that the history that we're taught is white history. Understand the entertainment that we see is white entertainment. Understand this is the dominant society until the <clears throat> lion learns how to write. The story will always glorify the hunter. This is the, this is the conquest that we deal with. So I'm like, Morgan Freeman, I don't understand how you can be 104 years old and not understand. You live through this. You, you watched this happen firsthand. You walked outside and read the newspaper as it was being thrown at your forehead and read that this was happening. I don't understand how you forgot. So that, that's that's all. That's all I'm saying. So hey, hey, let, real quick, what you uh -huh. want to talk about with the uh, award? What, what, what was going on with the NAACP? Well, the NAACP awards, we, everyone hasn't watched it. So I, now okay. I want everybody yeah, I to at least get it, the yeah. highlights of it. But basically... For me, my, my quick hot take, and then we'll get off of it, and then we'll pick it back up at 102. Um, okay. Basically, the NAACP Awards is, once again, a front for the LGBTQ community, because that's all we saw. That's all we saw. Uh, well, that's all I saw. You know, BG came back, and KT heard BG speak for the first time, and now she understood <laughs> why I did the impression of her in episode 100. The way I did the impression of her, um, D. Way, Gabrielle Union, they got this NAACP Image Award for being such brave and da 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 da, -da for the yeah. I don't want to speak on the child, but for that, 
Oh. LeBron needs to teach his teammate when he when, when he uh when she goes to play for Orlando Magic. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. yeah. So all of that. And it, it was a bunch of BS for me because it continues to be proven that they continue to attempt to make black people the face of this movement. And as a community, I, I know, we all know, that's that's not necessarily what we rock with. And that's not to discard, that's not to disavow, that's not to dismiss anybody because we see those as black lives. But the actual community, black, black community don't rock with that as a whole, but we continue to be seen as we are the faces and leaders of it. And I'm like, that's that's not us. But we'll get we'll get into that because KT and, yeah. and Baby K has hit, has hit me with the wrap it up box more than enough times. So well over two hours. We'll, we'll leave it as it is. Just ungrateful some of them. All right. So listen. Uh, <laughs> I'm hurting, man. I'm so sorry. Ungrateful some of I give you two months off and you can't sit here for two <laughs> fucking hours. That's strike 11 and 12. All right. <laughs> I'm serious. All right. I got a in. Oh man, listen, y'all. Please do us do us a solid. Y'all know what to do. Like it. Be sure to like, share, comment, subscribe, subscribe, share, share, share. This is how we get these um get these exposure things. I'm not trying to play the game. I'm back outside. Mixtapes right. is in the trunk. Come come yeah. check it out. It's fire. Yeah. yeah, I'm gonna be that one. I'm gonna be that guy. Come check out this mixtape. I'm outside of Walmart with CDs in the trunk. Come check yes. these out. Come yes, check these it. out. Listen. It's like 1999 all over again. Exactly. 1999. Yes, yep. yes. We ain't even taking over for the for the 99-2000 just yet. Not yet. <laughs> Not yet. I just need y'all to buy the mixtape. That's all. I need y'all to buy this mixtape. All right? That's the name of the episode. Buy this mixtape. All right, listen. Uh, on behalf of my family here, Nasun Naru, the head of the table, the king yeah. of the or island of relevancy, Baby K oh. with the AK, she's about to be mad now. She's about to be <laughs> mad. She'll be coming around, just be slapping people with the ring and stuff. Just make sure you know it. <laughs> All right, make sure you know what's up. KT, a big sis, love y'all. Listen, this is another episode, episode 101. And until next time to episode 102, stay fly, stay blessed. Until next time, peace out, y'all. We out of here. No, don't be trying to dance and get a peace sign and stuff now. You don't rush us off of here. Don't, right. don't, don't, Look don't at you, don't you right. dare. I got us. Okay, okay. All right, we out of here. We're going to go. Oh, <laughs> Subscribe to us on YouTube and talk my creative.